Warming up. We are live. Come on, Joe. 13C gun reviews. Let's see those jazz hands. Let's see it going. Babyface has jazz hands. Oh, he's doing jazz guns. Smoking. <laughs> Smoking style. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 288. I like anything that has 88 in it. That's my year. I'm an 80s baby. Well, not really. I'm a 70s baby, but. Yeah. I was old enough to make babies in the 80s, so. There you go. So. It sounds like there should be a song about that. <laughs> Making babies in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, that's a lucky number to me. Episode 288. We're on our way to 300. And our special guest tonight, there he goes, Joe from 13C hey, hey. Reviews. Looking like Princess Leo with those headsets on. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna try to kick the audio up a notch tonight. Yeah, sounding good, man. Sounding real sexy. Sexy smooth. And... Uh, <laughs> Speaking of sexy smooth, there goes Babyface P. That's right. In the building. What's up, Babyface P? Not much. Hanging out with us tonight. You guys are here. These guys are here. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We've got lots of good things going on out there. You guys can let us know what you have going on. I'm sure Joe has some guns. Oh, yeah. All right, Joe. Okay, there you go. Joe's got some guns. Uh, Babyface P, you got some guns? Yeah, we can find something. Yeah, we got some stuff we'll talk about. We might, I think we're going to talk about bolt actions a little bit. It's a little sneak peek right there, right? We're going to talk about bolt yes. actions, Joe? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yes. Okay. I, I was going to hold up a, ca- uh, a round, but it, the box I had right here oh. is gone. So oh, uh, is it, it something okay. that like Fort Scott Munitions might make? I, you know what? I, I was just going to hold up the round because I don't have anything from Fort Scott Munitions. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. I can, yeah, but, I got to help you out with that. Yeah, got to correct that situation. Well, this is what it looks like when you shoot it and you blow up uh, pickup trucks and stuff. Ooh, nice. Uh, with it. That, so that one, that's just a shell casing. I think, I don't know. Why do I have the bunch of shell casings here? I think I had the shell casings here because... Um, because I, I saved those after we were out shooting on the range. So there you go. Yeah, six five. Something that's six five, huh? Yes. Let's see. There has to be there has to be six five in this box. I'm gonna open up this box and see what else is in there. Okay, so we got that. People are asking for neck bone. He's, he's got his nose buried under the blanket people, back there. Do people <laughs> want to know where neck bone is? He's he's cold back there. When did we shoot all these rounds? Don't look at me. <laughs> We're talking 6.5. I haven't shot any 6.5 with you ever. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to have to do some I'll of that. I'll grab a live round. Yeah, we're going to have to do some. I thought I had some live 6.5 rounds in this box, but this is, I think I saved these shell casings, but I do have 6.5 from Fort Scott. Make a whole bunch of stuff. By the way, shameless plug, Hank Strange 10, you get 10% off at Fort Scott. Um, if they still don't have, I think there's still some companies out there that have deals and things like that going. I know these guys, ATI Outdoors, they've still got 30% off on their website, yo, for people to check out. By the way, they're making a lot of odds and ends when you're building an AR, you know, just those things that you don't realize you need until you're in the middle of building it. And then you're like, oh, I forgot that. <laughs> so that might be... <laughs> Yeah, I do that all the time. I don't know. Maybe you guys are more organized than me. So don't act like you don't forget stuff, Patrick. (laughs) I forget nothing. I'm a big, strong man. (laughs) Yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, So I don't know. I don't know who out there just like makes up very detailed lists before they build stuff. Um, Definitely not me. 
What about you, Joe? Before you build, before you build up an AR, do you have very detailed lists, or do you just have a bunch of parts? Or oh, go ahead, throw that up again. Sure. So, uh, Creedmore and then 308. Oh, yeah, there you go. Creedmore is yeah. an amazing cartridge. 308. I definitely got some 308 here to show you, but and, and I'm not trying to. I don't know where that brand is or whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. But man, Fort Scott makes some beauty delicious ammo. That does look nice. Look at that. You know, copper spun. Look at that. Nice. And you can, and we've been finding these on the range. Um, copper has some value, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it won't break up like the lead will. Is that what you're saying? Like you find yeah. slugs? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it won't It won't disintegrate like a lead projectile will when it hits. Yeah. Down. It's like art or something. Beautiful. Seeing it out there. So, all right. So we're going to talk. We're going to talk about all those things going on here. I could probably, let me see. I'll spin through the chat here. Someone was asking about Walter. Walter's taking today off. With the, I think we'll see Walter Friday. He's going to be off today and tomorrow. So uh, we got Joe here. Uh, Patrick, apparently. Babyface P, there he goes. He's bored. He just wanted to hang out with us. That's right. Uh, Neckbone is sleeping and has no time for him. So No, he, he's, he's got his nose buried under the blanket so, yeah. uh, so he can keep it warm. I noticed in the winter time he's very demure. You know, he doesn't he doesn't like the cold. He's a summer dog. Yeah, I noticed he's that. A, like he's, he's a not... warm weather dog. How <laughs> how cold is it right now in Florida? Where you where you guys are at? Forty five. Yeah, man, it's like 45, 50 degrees. Oh, oh wow, really cold. Yeah, it actually got pretty cold this week. Yeah. yeah. In uh, Tallahassee, I was talking to my son last night in Tallahassee. He said it was thirty. Was it thirty? Something like Ooh, that. Ooh, that's pretty wow. good. That's cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Joe? Where's it at? Um, 22, I want to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's literally summertime. That's literally summertime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, all, it's, it's, it's just, I, I mean, like, like, like I say, I mean, I love the people I work with. I, I like what I do. Um, I like the house here, but I mean, I hate the cold. I, I, it's yeah. just, it's Let awful. the folks know where you're at and, you know, in case people out sure. there don't know. Sure. I'm in uh, northern Indiana, so uh, fairly close to Lake Michigan. Oh, OK. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let me quickly go through here and just shout out people. I see the Archangel. He was number one. So respect. Respect to you. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Archangel was number one. Christopher Williams, Tango Hunter, Psycho 316, Boss Hog. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, uh, I said Christopher. Richard Hughes is up in there. Rob Avis as well. Um, Justin E. Chris Bullis. Lewis1911. Also in there. Let's see. Jade Grew. Um, let's see how fast I can just skim right through this. Rabbit0317 also here. There's lot, if you don't know this, in the even before this show starts, there's a bunch of like very dedicated, what I call stranger holics hanging out here in the in the background. Those dudes are committed. We love them. Respect to you guys uh, as quick, well. So quick restart huh? for me. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of people there who always hear and they have very good, brisk conversations with each other, which is awesome. It's like a club. It's like a club to be hanging out there. Okay, let's see. Um, who, where was I at? I edit my sub MOA AK also here. Um, hmm. uh, flopping garbage here. Jason Scherer as well. Let's see. Um, Kiaski. Uh, boobs, boobs, sweat, lead. 
Okay, let's see. Hold on. Boob sweat. <laughs> I got to read this one. This is a long ass one. Boob right sweat here. leads to pearl necklaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is huh. this? Yeah. <laughs> boob, oh boob, boob, <laughs> boob sweat leads to pearl necklaces. Says hey all. So. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to uh, where is Big Dick Willie <laughs> when uh, when it's you need him? To, yeah, where you know I don't know who I don't know if that's a dude or a dudette out there. Uh, shout out to them anyway. CB's out there. Richard Portella, RTS guy, Peter Machuco, uh, Rondell Stewart, also uh, Chris Osborne out there. Special K out there as well. Um, uh, Jared O'Brien. Mr. Bullshitter, Screaming Skull Saloon, Moobut, Scamp, 900, Disciple, SoCal Gunner, Ray Bazzolo, Bazzolo in there. Uh, let's see who else we got. Who do we have here? Uh, uh, okay. Boob Sweat leads to Pearl Necklaces has a question. By the way, everyone coming in, please hit the thumbs ups. We appreciate it. Put the thumbs up there. Please share this. I'm trying not to like, you know, um, hit you guys up with that all the time, but I do appreciate the people out there who hit the thumbs up. So thank you. Uh, boob sweat leads to pearl necklaces says, Hank, what was the overall length of that? 9022. Um, and speaking of, of, uh, <laughs> people who just build things, <laughs> that's basically what Walter and I, I did with that. I don't build. know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> proper answer. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Walter built it. He built. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so very fine. So it was built in the in the safety harbor facilities. Yep. It is. It is. If you want to know, it's twenty four inches, which makes it an SBR. That's technically an SBR. Um, I think uh, that uh, the, uh, High Tower Armory said that you need an eighteen inch um, ten twenty two barrel to make that legal. I don't see eighteen inch barrels out there a lot. I'm sure they're out there. And, yeah, you'd have to buy it from like Brownells or something. I'm sure you can find. Yeah. Them. Brownells, I'm pretty sure Brownells has them. Most of the parts we got from Brownells. So that's technically an SBR. And yes, we also left out the buffer, the bolt buffer from the 1022. Well, there's there's <laughs> the one that I just gave back to you has a buffer in there you can give to Walter. If you need. I ordered all of this stuff. <laughs> Walter did not want to read instructions. <laughs> Walter never built a 1022 ever. <laughs> so there you go i consider we did a pretty good job considering all that but hey you know this is how it goes down that was really like rough and rugged on that one um that's gonna be walter's gun basically and he's probably gonna i'm trying to get him to make it full auto also because if we make that if we make that lower full auto we can drop that in other kits and we can do pretty fun cool. stuff yeah if anyone's Where, one go ahead you know you know how that works do you have you ever seen because the receiver on uh, one of the 1022s is what the barrel bolts into. So is the full auto, I mean, the full auto would have to be registered to the receiver, but is it part of the trigger group? I, I, Walter, I'm sure, would know. Um, I'm pretty sure Walter does not know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can find it online. At this point, Joe, I don't know if you know. I know I have seen full auto once. Yeah, right? I, I guess it's just a sear that you would drop into the trigger group, maybe. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I'm not sure. I've I've seen them before. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I know. There's I've like never I've never I've never inquired as to how it's done. How, yeah, how it's yeah. done. Yeah, I don't think I've I shot him. I've shot him before. Like I shot the ZK22. Mm -hmm. Blows through ammo like nothing. I guess. And oh, oh, yeah. it's all, oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> beat 22 full auto and suppressed. Yes. What? 
That is perfection. That is heaven on earth right there. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so th- so that's what's going on. Hope we answered your question. Boob sweat leaves the pearl necklaces. There you go. I'm going to assume. We just, can we just refer to them as boob sweat? Let's just boob call sweat. them boob sweat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to see if there will be an acronym for that, but uh, I don't know what that acronym would come out to. Uh, Randy Pika. The, the boob sweat. What? Who is that? Who's oh, Boop Sweat? I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Okay. That's a cool name. Made me laugh. Oh. Okay. Is there something I can do for you, Lola? <laughs> oh. Okay. Hey. Well, there's Lola saying I'll hi to my you guys. Peter Patrick, and okay. I'm Joe's earmuffs. Okay, Your Highness. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She came and left. She did the little queening wave. <laughs> out of there. So there you go. Uh, Randy Peacock is uh, thumbs upping and waving to us. Shout out to him. Uh, so there you go. Is Walter in the chat? Oh, yeah. Walter's yeah, in the chat. Yeah. Walter says, I don't need no stinking instructions. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Walter, get some instructions on how to make that thing full auto. And uh, Boop Sweat said, uh, thank you for answering the question. Uh Mystery Family says a man doesn't need instructions until he needs instructions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Psycho316 said Babyface P, speaking of full auto, 22LR, I want an American 180. Yeah, um, I we know somebody that's selling one, but they want too much for it. Oh. Um, and Brick says it's a lady. It's, I, it's boob sweat, tell us. Are you are you uh, male or female? <laughs> this is the internet. I don't know what to believe. What we else? need to know for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> for science. Yeah, I guess there's some people that need to like sneak into the DMs. I don't know what's going. On. <laughs> oh, God. Let me let me just like slide into your DMs. <laughs> it goes down in the it goes <laughs> down in the DM. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you know that song. You know that song, Joe. Don't even front. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Richard Hughes gave us two bucks. He says, hashtag more Lola, less Hank. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell you what. If every time Lola comes on, someone gives me two bucks, I'm happy with that. We'll get Lola on more. (laughs) Oh, Boob Sweat says male. Boom. There you go. So all the ladies out there, Boob Sweat is a dude. So there you go. N wins the prize for the... For the craziest name of the day. What can I say? Um, and Boss Hog says a pretty face for once. Uh, I, my, my face is always pretty. What does that mean? Yeah. So, okay. There we go. All right. Um, let's see what else we have going on there in the chat. Uh, okay. All right. So. Joe, what's up, man? What's up? You are the guest tonight. I'm gonna let you start. Can I can I throw something out there real quick? Oh, oh yeah. Have you guys seen on the Truth About Guns this man, man who has shot two burglars in five years? Quote: I wish people would stop bothering me. <laughs> Obviously, someone's not getting lost. <laughs> that is the best quote. <laughs> Somebody obviously is not getting the message right there, right? <laughs> Is that uh where is that on? The this truth, is about, truth guns? about guns, yeah. It's on the front page. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I did see that, yeah. <laughs> I wish people would just stop bothering me. <laughs> let's look at this real quick. Um let's see what he says here. So Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
Yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, lightning might not strike the same place twice, but criminals sometimes do. That's true. Shortly after 9 a.m. yesterday morning, Charles Sweeney of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm just telling you, criminals, Charles Sweeney, leave him alone. Yeah, this guy, don't mess with this guy's house. He ain't playing. Yeah, he will bust caps. He will bust caps on you. Uh, Charles Sweeney was awakened by noises in his bathroom. He grabbed his gun and went to investigate. As it turned out, a man had broken in through the bathroom window. Okay, Quotes. that's always. That's I a- thought, okay, somebody just broke in. <laughs> I cocked <laughs> the hammer back so the trigger would be in single action mode, and I just waited for him to come into view. He comes into view, <laughs> and blam! <laughs> Boy, that nine millimeter is real loud inside the house. <laughs> and then he called for the ambulance. I'm well done. <laughs> I like how matter of fact he is. He's just like, it was really loud. <laughs> Yeah, and I say, what was it? The last time someone attempted to burglarize his home, burglarize his home, was in 2013. So once every five years. Holy crap! Sweeney shot Watts six times. Yeah, Damn, but the last guy in 2013. In 2013, and the guy survived. Jesus. So, and he's doing time in prison. He apparently did not tell his buddies. Don't go back there. <laughs> yeah. He should just put the sign outside his house. Don't be number three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right outside that bathroom window, just put a sign. You don't want to be the third one, son. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see what. Okay, I was going to Joe. I was going to Joe. What's up yeah. with you, Joe? What's going on, man? Um, How was your Thanksgiving? How was the family? It was good. Uh, it was good. We had a uh, really quiet Thanksgiving here at home, which was nice. Just us, the yeah. family, um, close family, and uh, smoked a big turkey. It was delicious. And uh, made made a boatload of turkey noodle soup, um, okay. which is like one of the few times a year I actually cook. Um, I'm, 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 I grill and I smoke a lot, but uh, as far as cooking, uh, hardly ever. Um, but yeah, it's one of the few things I do, and I like to think that I actually do it pretty well. Okay, very cool. Smoked. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me, that I can drink take, some water. I imagine it takes hours. Smoke six, six, eight hours. So for cold turkey. Yeah. So there's several different ways to do it. This year I did it uh, slightly differently. I initially planned on normally I'd smoke my turkeys for eight to ten hours. Sometimes wow. I'll go, sometimes I go about twelve because uh, this time. Well, let me rephrase it. When it's this time of year, I can set my smoker. I can get it like you know, basically it's lowest setting where it's where it'll smoke at about 140 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's cold as hell outside, <laughs> so the smoker will temperature will be at about 140 40 degrees and hold that for hours. So it lays on a boatload of smoke, and there'll be a really thick layer of smoke on the bird. Uh, this year, I decided um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to wake up at like, or well, put it on at midnight and then wake up in the middle of the night several times, to check it out. So I w- w- got up at 4 a.m. I prepped it the night before. I got up at 4 a.m. I stuck it in. Uh, I went back, I uh, stuck it in, uh, set it for as low as I could wind up setting it. So it probably smoked around 140 degrees roughly from 4 a.m. to about 8 when I got up again. Uh, 8 a.m., I checked on it and I turned it up to 275. And I had left it on 275 or about 275 degrees. And I left it sit there for, I don't know, I pulled it off about two o'clock. So that would be, or no, one. I pulled it off about one. So it would be another five hours. So it was on there about seven hours or four. Uh, I don't even know anymore. Six, I think, nine <laughs> hours. Whatever. Like yeah, nine about hours. eight or nine hours, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I could have condensed it down more. 
but I like this idea. I think next year, uh, or not next year, but maybe on Christmas, I'll do the same thing. But instead of turn up to two seventy five, I'll try and get it closer to three hundred. Yeah, Kiaski um, wants to know: Was it uh, stick burner pellet or propane? Pellet. It's a uh, it's a okay. pellet. Yeah. So um, normally I would use apple uh, applewood pellets, um, but I didn't think I'd have enough apple pellets, and I want to save that for something else that I want to smoke anyway. Uh, that's lighter for what I have. Cause this time of year, when it starts getting this time of year and I don't buy enough pellets ahead of time, I forgot to buy some of my more specialized pellets. It's hard as hell to get hold of at any reasonable prices once, you know, you hit like October. So I didn't fully stock up. So, but I got a ton of hickory uh, and I got a ton of like a mixed variety, which is like apple hickory and uh, I think smoke. And that's okay. what I used that mixed, that mixed version. Yeah. It came out really well. Um, I was Sounds really good. pleased. Smoke food is amazing. Yeah. We, well, that's what. That, go ahead. I was just gonna say we follow the southern tradition and fry, deep fry our turkeys, and oh, oh, the best part is right next to the skin. Obviously, <laughs> I, I, I don't trust myself to, to 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 deep fry a turkey. I, I just, I feel, I feel like I would be one of the. I, that's not one of the videos I want to have up on YouTube. Yeah. The, the problem, the problem that you always people always run into, and they don't think about, is you have to pre-measure your liquid. So. You put your turkey in, you fill it with oil, take your turkey back out and heat it. A lot of people just fill it up with oil and go, okay, I'll stick it in. And it bubbles over and everything gets lit on fire. So Yeah. Also, not a good <laughs> idea to put a frozen turkey. No, God, no. Yeah. Worst yeah. Thing, oh my God. Do <laughs> not do that. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to I, I just don't want to play with that. And Ugh. I've gotten the smoking thing down to where it's 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 tender and it's juicy and it's mm-hmm. flavorful and I, I don't want to say it's almost at this point where I couldn't screw it up, but I, I, I've got enough of a base now where I've smoked a couple dozen turkeys at this point over the last several years. Mm-hmm. And I've got a pretty good pretty good thing to be like, all right, I know what it's going to taste like. I know where it's going to come out. Every, every single person who, who, who has any, no matter if we this year we didn't have any guests, but everybody loves it. I'm not messing it up. And and it's and most most of the work that I do with it goes on before it goes on the smoker because I don't brine it. I don't uh, generally oh, really? speaking. I don't like to brine things before I put them in the smoker, which okay. means that you which means that you've got to be a lot more particular on how you smoke it because it's a mm-hmm. lot easier to dry it out. But okay. I, I don't I don't like the idea of brining. Uh, gen- not not with the modern technology that we have today. Uh, if we you know if we go back twenty or thirty years ago, yeah, absolutely. But uh, now I, I just don't think so. Okay. We, we have a we have one of those little tiny, almost like a bullet shaped smokers, just mm-hmm. a little stand up smoker, and uh, it's old and rusty. But man, it God, you put a chicken on there for like two three hours, and it's just that's food for a week for myself, and mm-hmm. it is fantastic. You have chicken sandwiches like all week or chicken salad. Yeah, oh, oh, man, so I, good. I Christian, stock, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I stock up on uh, when the, when the frozen uh, chickens go on sale. Yes, I stock, I'll, I'll, I stock up on my. I stock the freezer with them when they go on the deep sales, and then uh, on my smoker I could fit. Normally I only do three, but I could fit four on there easily. Oh, that is so much food. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've done I've done two for a party once, and it, I mean it was it was like two massive trays of smoked barbecue. Because I did pull chicken after that, and it was yeah. Oh my god, it was so much food, but it was fantastic. Well, yeah, but it's worth it though because oh, yeah. one, one or two of them I season with just like a, a fresh cracked uh, pepper, uh, telly corn pepper, and then kosher salt, and that's it on two. You know, on one or two of them, and then the other one or two, depending on how many I'm doing, then I'll season those however I really want them flavorful. So the so the one or two that are kind of the, the the side 
side chickens, if you will, then the wife can do whatever she wants with those. So she can pull them apart and make, you know, chicken salads. Or mm-hmm. uh, if you've ever had like a chicken pasta Alfredo with smoked chicken. Yes. Oh, really God. good. I've never, oh, I've never, I've never had really, that. Really, really good. Um, <laughs> Christian, Christian Gress says smoking is really an art. I, I personally don't have the patience, although I do smoke every now and again. Now, let me ask you guys this. Since mm-hmm. we're talking about food, mm-hmm. talking about smoking, where is it on the rank of the, the ways to cook your meat? Um, because I'm going to assume that frying is like the best one, even though it's probably most calories ah, to and me, boiling, boiling is the worst. So where's smoking me, to on me, that smoking list? is, is at the top because it takes forever, but it's so worth it. Cause the food is fantastic. Oh, okay. But it's not above frying. Uh, you gotta, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it is. So, oh man, that, that it. So for me, since I can smoke much better than I can fry things, for me, mm-hmm. smoking, smoking is king. Um, there you go. We, we definitely agree with boiling being the worst. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> the absolute worst. Right. Um, um, and let me see. Uh, yeah, boiling is – I'm trying yeah. to think what's the next worst after what's boiling. The worst? Um, um, so did, did, meat in a soup is always good. That's always good. Um, yeah. That's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle, so I'm probably the healthy. The I would way. say if something's fried very well, like um, uh, I don't know, about an hour and 15 minutes from me is this place called Delray's Chicken Basket in Illinois. Oh, that's and it's good. It's Just been from on. Name. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> been around. It, it it was around and founded when Route 66 was still a thing, and they um they and it's been on several cooking you know shows and diners and dives and all those shows um but they fry their chicken in such a way that is just it's heavenly yeah i mean <laughs> the, the rest of their food is yeah but their fried chicken is to die for it is insane so so i would put that fried chicken over maybe my smoked chicken but only be only that fried chicken how about that okay yeah nothing beats a good fried chicken okay yeah so so what, what's your opinions on, on chicken and waffles because i know hank's no, horrible. That's a travesty. A chicken and waffles is amazing. So, so I'm going to come down right in the middle. I would say that <laughs> high the the really good chicken and waffles are superb. Oh yeah. But if it's not a really good chicken and waffle, it's the worst thing you've ever eaten, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, there's no yeah. there's no in between. It's either that it's either really good that is amazing, or mm-hmm. the 95 percent which sucks. Yep. Yeah. yeah I could I could agree with that. Yeah. Hank yeah. has never tried it and thinks it's blasphemy of some kind. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and let's he's see. And he's the darkest pigment of all three of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, wait, the wait, wait. Blasphemy yeah. For sure. Yeah. Now yeah. that you mention it. Yeah. You I, know, I, I never I mean, Yeah. I'm the only one here that doesn't have <laughs> blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they got contacts for that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you are all melanin uh, and uh, like melanin deficient or something. Not, <laughs> I guess you could say that. How do you put it? <laughs> um, you, know, you know what? I'm, I just don't like the idea of that. <laughs> I'll be oh, honest. So it's the, the salty with the sweet syrup and the pancake. Oh, it's so It's got to yeah. be good. It's got to be high quality. It's got to be one of the good maple syrups. It can't mm. be like, mm. like a, like yeah. a log cabin filled with high fructose corn syrup. It's got to be. Yeah. I would, I would probably, yeah, I would try. If I would ever try that, it would have to be from one of the like sanctified good places. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go to like a black chicken place. I don't know. I don't, there's got to be some place oh. in Gainesville that does good chicken and waffles. Uh, I know there's, I know there's one in Tallahassee that is like 
that is like super southern like black fried chicken okay like, i don't know about if, Gainesville. if you find it out let me know let me see there's lots of people answering here on the thing someone <laughs> asked like if we're talking about just turkey i think we're talking about every meat what's the level of cookery of, of like you know smoked is really high up there for me like barbecue smoked you know fried that's like uh probably all the way up in the top like right below barbecue probably be like a nice you know like oven steak or something like that you know i could deal with that but you got to do all those things properly so um also i see harry's holster is in the house by the way harry's holster is like the official the official holster of the uh who moved my freedom podcast this okay there goes baby face <laughs> he's out with his first there you go there's his uh harry's holster boom there's mine this is my glock 43 uh babyface patrick was asking me about this um and it's longer i was just talking to harry about it it's longer because it's like a smaller gun here and it helps uh keep it closer up to the body and all that kind of stuff actually works sounds counter intuitive but this we're gonna get for the uh sig p365 p365 okay With, very cool uh, cryptech neptune i think it's called yeah bluish yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, I see it looking through there. And I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have the code. I know Harry said he's gonna do a, a discount code for you guys when you use it. When I get it, I'll share that with you guys. But we're we're gonna have him come on more and stuff like that and talk about stuff. So shout out to him there in the chat. If you see him, ask him where's the code. We need the code, Harry. <laughs> get us the code. Okay, he's in there now. Like, okay, why did I? Why did I come in here right now? So there you go. Okay, I don't know. I can't see the tally here on what's going on. I think there's people talking about the uh, the chicken and waffles thing. Because <laughs> it's it's good. You find good chicken and waffles. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah, Karen, my holster does not like my 365 for some reason. Who? Oh, Karen. Oh, yeah. Karen, Karen my yeah. holster. Yeah. I, I've, put, I've put close to a thousand through it and I've had no problems. Yeah. Um, so what's the firing pin after every range trip and I haven't had any issues. Right, but yours is like a later generation, right? No, so no, mine's one in? of the first ones. Oh, first really? one, okay. Yeah, it came It came in the uh, old-style SIG box. They changed out to a new carrying box now. Uh, came in the old-style, and it's... Um, actually, let me know what? Let me go see if I can find the box. I'll tell you the made-on date. Yeah, it's in the Brian, Brian Quick says, I'd carry a folding Glock before I carry a P365. <laughs> and that's saying something. So he would rather carry the folding Glock. Damn, baby face. That's like, oh, he walked away. Um, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Joe. Check oh, it out. Your yeah. folding Glock. Yeah, we got the folding Glock up on here. There you go. You know, I think that the whole thing of flipping it with one hand is like, um, I'm not trying to knock it. It's something that they're doing, but that's not the thing for me. The fact that you could fold it and then you could put it in a bag or something that does not look like it's a gun, like I put it, I don't have it with me, but I put it into a soft microphone, like a handheld microphone case, and it doesn't look anything like a gun. That's what I like about that, so. But I know everyone has the opinion. Babyface loves it. He thinks it's the most awesome thing. We're talking about that flipping half gun. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the best best thing ever made. <laughs> and, uh, and, that, and that ran well in your, uh, Hank, that ran well in your... Uh, uh micro roni right yes but the micro roni that's out is specific for this ah okay so uh full conceal which makes this glock and um and um, they also make a glock 43 version of that uh they worked with caa 
and um, came up with a micro Roni specific. It's called the Viper. That's uh, specific to this gun. So, okay. um, let's see. What, what were you going to show, Babyface? Oh, uh, Sig. My Sig was made on April twenty sixth, twenty eighteen. Well, I think that I think that puts it in the previous generation, but I, I don't know. Somebody can. I'm sure somebody knows more than me. Um, how was that one of the first ones? I thought the first ones was made somewhere in like in January or February. Uh, they have a certain date that they hit, and then they say after this date range, um, it's considered like safe. You don't have to worry about the firing pin breaking. I think this is before that date range, but hmm. again, I, I'm going to have to look it up. I don't remember. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if anyone out there has a P365 and they have problems with it, let us know. Joe, I don't know if you've gotten a chance. No, I, I I've shot one before, but um, yeah, I I don't I I didn't I don't have one. I think one of the those hit early on in the list. That was something that was on my radar, but when some of these issues started popping up, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to get on board that train. <laughs> yeah, um, Harry says uh, I want to trust the P the P365 so much, but I can't. When they come out with the optics version, I'll give it another go. I think he had one of the first ones because if I'm not mistaken, he made a big video on that. Yeah, I think Harry got as soon as he could got one so we could start making holsters for it. And um, I can't remember. Did it break on him? Did he have problems with it? Um, he definitely did a video on it. He can tell it. He can uh, tell us right here in the chat what were your issues with it. <laughs> Says there are 60 something like 60 minor changes to the SIG over the course of the gun's life. Um, yeah, I know that I know that as they roll out, they don't have distinctive version numbers like you can't say like this is a version one this is a version two it's like as they found issues they would solve them and then roll that out to the customer so yeah. I, i'm at seeing i'm at like 1.454 probably <laughs> yeah i gotta tell you people this is how things go down some like uh you're sometimes t testing the guns that's i know that you think it's not like that but that Kel does Tech, happen it seems that Keltec and sig are the two big uh culprits of that as of late uh, yeah, as, as of late, but I think a lot of companies do that. I'm not saying they don't test stuff. I think they test to some extent, but they don't do super extensive testing before they release something. So um, he said his uh, Harry says his second one broke. First was uh, was very unreliable. So there that's, you go. See, I've had a totally different experience. I even let mine sit in the rain for a little while and then picked it up and shot it. And I had 800 rounds. I don't think I've had a jam of any kind. Um, so yeah, it's completely separate experience, but again, uh, just because one works doesn't mean the other won't. And just because one doesn't work doesn't mean one will. Yeah. Harry says, uh, the striker broke at a thousand rounds. Yep. So I got 800, oh, I'm sorry. I got 200 to go yeah. <laughs> and then I'll see if I can break it. I yeah, honestly put I would, those 200 rounds through there. Now we went, we went to the range. I went to the range over Thanksgiving. Um, and one of the guys that was at the, the bay next to me was asking about it. He was like, oh, we're looking at it. I want to, do you mind if I shoot it? And I was like, here's a box of ammo. Put as much as you want through it because I want, I would love to try to break it or get to the point where I feel, you know, 100% confident in it. Either it's going to break or it's not. And looking at the trigger, at the firing pin, I don't see any hairline fractures. I don't see any cracks. It looks like brand new. I mean, it's dirty, but it looks fine. Yeah. And the pants says when Sig got the CEO that brought down Kimber, it's all gone down. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't, that. Yeah, I didn't realize all of that oh, kind of God. stuff was happening. Um, and by the way, Joe, before I know we got whole, some things to get into here. Um, 
not the last time that you won. I think the time before that, weren't we talking about that gun that you ordered? The um... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Back in, uh, I think that was first quarter 20, was that 2016 or 2017? I, it, 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 it's been over two years. Yeah. What was the gun again? The, the um... Strike B from Archon. You still haven't gotten it? Which was, no. Still haven't gotten it. They And they've been making posts for months that, oh, they're at your dealer now. They're at your dealer now. Now, what shipped it? Allegedly, from what I'm hearing, there's a ton that are shipping this week. Allegedly. But, you know, we've heard that for a year. So okay. I know that they did ship mm-hmm. some guns. Um, if if I had to guess, maybe 50. Uh, maybe. But, you know, they're just sending them out to dealers with no regard for pre-orders that have been placed for, you know, Year, okay. Two years. So uh, you haven't you haven't heard anything from anyone, right? No one from Archon has okay. gotten back to me. I've got to ask Lola about this, but I'm pretty sure that we got a message from someone who claimed to be from Archon after we we put up after we did that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think someone came in and said, "Hey, I actually listened to you guys' podcast and I like it." And I was listening mm-hmm. one day. And you guys were talking about this, and they made, and, and he said he had some information. Um, and then Lola invite because uh, he asked if he can come on and give his side, and I think Lola invited him, but I don't think we've heard back. Um, I don't know if that guy's still listening or not, but obviously we are. We're willing to hear their side, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'd, I'd love to hear really any kind of. I mean, I didn't drag it out on social media, but you know, I made phone. I've left you know over the past. You know, tons of messages, emails, uh, you know, voicemail, stuff like that. Nope, nothing. Um, you know, and, then, and then I see other I haven't needed to make any posts because there's plenty of people on on like Instagram, for example, who will leave questions mm-hmm. and they leave, you know, responses to, you know, these people who say they've had pre-orders in since before I have. Either. Okay, so uh, Lola, you know, do you remember who that was? Oh, she yeah, said she sent you the info. The she, she sent me the guy's name. It was uh, Chris. Was it Chris? Maybe. Chris something. I'd have to check our last yeah. No, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, I think okay. it was Andrew. Yeah. But if those Either, guys are out no, there. One of the two, Chris or Andrew. Absolutely. If those guys are out there and they want to come on and they want to talk about it or whatever and address some things, I'm fine with that. Um, I, 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 I would, too, because it's, you know, like I said, I, I haven't I haven't drug into it on social media. But, uh, you know, I mean, I've watched it, but I haven't posted, you know. Um, Because I haven't needed to. Other people are posting their stuff. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and they'll leave, you know, either they never respond or now that they are starting to respond, they're like, well, you need to take that up with your dealer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, uh, (laughs) okay, (laughs) you know. Yeah, it's um, possible the dealer collected money. That money never got to them. Who knows how that went down? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's very interesting because originally they, uh, you know, year, two years ago, they were they were telling people to put in pre-orders with their dealers. Mm-hmm. They were encouraging it, and now they're saying, "Oh, well, that's on the dealers." And so ah, it, it, it's, yes. it, there's a lot of conflicting information. So, and yeah, it, look, I mean, right there. <laughs> I, I would I would love to know the actual story, but mm-hmm. they they just they have they they haven't been willing to talk. Now it's not it's awesome that they reached out, and I, I would love to I would love to be able to hear and know because I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't have any ill will against them, but you know, at the same time, they've left thousands and thousands of customers with pre-orders out to dry for you know years so you there needs to be some communication absolutely i I get things come up i get there was a lawsuit i get they had some importation issues right Mm -hmm. i get all these things they happen but Mm -hmm. there has to be communication you have to let people know 
Um, now, now my dealer's been, the dealer's been great. The guy from rain six has been great. And the entire time he's been like, look, you know, I'll give you a full refund at any time you want. And I said, I appreciate that. And, 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 and I, I think highly of rain six. So, you know, I, I, and you never, I, you never asked for that refund then. I did not ask for it from okay. him because I mean, I, I'm, I'm fully invested at this point. It's been so long that, you know, I, <laughs> I, I okay. if, if nothing else, I'll get it, I'll shoot it. I'll see how it does. Um, and then, and, and, and then go from there. But you know, it, it's one of those things where that, that money was already allocated and set aside for that. And, I'm just going to roll with it because at this point, you know, had I have canceled, let's say two months ago, like, oh, well, you know, it went out and that was, you know, things went out I'm like, well, you know, now I can say truly when I'm going to get it versus when it was when, when it was done and what's gone through. So it's 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 disheartening, to say the least. So, I yeah, um, I think if they're out there and they want to come on, you know, um, if anyone from there is listening, you want to come on, talk to the people and all that kind of stuff, then. You know, absolutely do it. So, okay, let's see. So uh, what did you want to get into, man, before we got into stuff here? I know there's definitely some news things that we were going to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you want to start? You want to do some <laughs> early Gorn or you want to save that? Uh, if you want to show some Gorn, hey, I don't think it's, ev- it's ever, wow. ever early Gorn for these. For these yeah, that's right. There's no such thing. <laughs> Boom. Boom. And a barrel for days. Oh my yeah. god, 24, 28? What is that? I think it's 24. I'm pretty sure it's 24. I think I, I, I think that's what I ordered. I might measure it again. Very pretty nice. Cool. And who's that from? This is a Savage 110 uh tactical in uh in their desert and the uh Bushnell Forge on here. Uh so both these are gonna get tested together. And the thing that I love, it takes the six five SR twenty SR twenty-five pattern mags. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. So that's nice. So I can stick a 25 rounder in there if I want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you know, reasons. <laughs> Hells, yeah. 25 rounds of stick five. That's, that's amazing. That's... <laughs> you picked the wrong farm, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited about this. I should be. Okay. Um, the crops are down. And uh, I got I got everything lined up and 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 properly aligned. So I, mm-hmm. I'm once I get this dialed in, I'm going to do some precision work at, at it uh, out here on the farm at 450 uh, yards. But I am waiting for more dirt to come in so that hopefully I can do a little more work at 400 and you know consistently at 450 yards. But nice. for precision work like this, um, yeah. So that's nice. Finally, I will not at least when the crops are down, I will not have to leave to get above uh, 150. So, which is what okay. I've limited to here. Okay. So, and what's the uh, what's the price going going for on those? Mm, MSRP, I think, is around seven hundred. This came in straight from Savage. So, um, after I shoot it, I I, I like it already. So, I'm probably going to like buying it from them. I'm not going to send it back. Send it back I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm going to send. I'm ninety nine percent sure I'm going to send them a check. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm I'm gonna make sure uh, it prints and does well uh, at distance uh, before I before I commit to that. But yeah, chances are this isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I'm I've really, seen lots I'm of really good happy. stuff from Six Five Creedmoor, to be honest yeah. with you, right? Um, yeah. I've been I've been impressed from what I've seen out there. What do you think, Patrick? It's um, from when the the one opportunity I had to shoot it, it was softer than 308, and I was I'm not a, a fantastic shot, like I'm no marksman, but 
I was at 100 yards. I was able to put hole on top of hole. Like it was fantastic. That was out what of were you uh, shooting? Ruger Precision in 6.5. Oh, okay. Um, it just, everything about it felt great. Okay, cool. And since you're talking about 6.5, Joe, I got to. He's got to show off too. Yeah, I got to show off a little bit. Cause oh, this, also, this is also in, this is the Ruger American. Ooh, there you go. Um, <laughs> there you go. And uh, I'm not sure, even sure. I, this this recently came in for testing. I gotta look and see what kind of uh, uh, magazine situation we're dealing with here. Uh, I'm guessing that's just it's, that's it's just a Ruger. A, uh, yeah Ruger's magazine. Yeah. Um, if you yeah if, no 25 if you, rounds. If you end up changing out the stock, you can uh-huh. uh, you can change out the bottom metal and. Yeah. I'm feeling very it. jealous of Joe now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very jealous, Jeff. Dude, I'm, <laughs> That's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I thought this was what it was going to come with. I really did, and I wasn't 100 percent sure because I could not remember for the life of me um, if that was the case. And it is, and I am so, I'm so happy about that because God knows the amount of well, you know, the, the, the mag drama that we go through for all <laughs> these different guns and trying to keep track of them. I mean, I, I've had no perfect system. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think I have something down right now that kind of works, but still, there's all the, there, there's just so much to keep track of that it's, it's daunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I see Brian Quick says everyone gushes about six five Creed more, but do we think it has better killing ability than the three oh eight? Good question. Um, what do you guys think? At at what distance would be yeah. my uh, w- yeah. would be my question? So yeah, if if you're never going to go beyond uh, six hundred yards, then I would say you know what. E- you don't need a six five Creedmoor, um, and definitely if you're not going to go beyond three four hundred yards, you wouldn't need one either. But if you want the ability to push out further, if you want something flatter shooting, mm-hmm. is it at that's I think that's where it comes in is mostly the, the flatter shooting, not it's, having to not not having to worry about how much drop you're going to get at some of those maybe somewhat more intermittent ranges, right? So you know if you're talking about two to three hundred yards on a three oh eight. <laughs> you really need to think about your drop, especially if you're shooting small like a coyote. And yeah, normally you're not going to take two or 300 yard shot, but you know, where I live out here, technically I could take, I could take, you know, hell if I wanted to, you know, 400 yard shot, I'm not going to, but I mean, I could, uh, assuming I would see one in, I would be able to see it at that range, uh, in the proper lighting. So yeah. I, those are things that I like, like when I shoot with the uh, 308 coyotes out here, I'll, I take them between, uh, 75 and about 125 yards. Um, zeroed in, uh, right where I want to be, and any point at that range between those two points, put the crosshairs where I want them and press the trigger. Um, yeah, those are things that, when it comes to moving targets in low light, uh, you know, if you're doing it during the day or whatever, but like out here, I shoot 24 hours a day uh, for predator control and trying to uh, hit, fig- remember, figure things out. Like everybody asks me, why don't you shoot 300 blackout suppressed? Because you know it's quiet and you won't wake up the neighbors. It's like, well. You know how much 300 blackout drops past like 7,500 yards? Yeah, it's it's made for – Yeah, it's really close-up yeah. kind of deals. Yeah. yeah. So so then at that point, why would I use 300 blackout and not use 308? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm supersonic anyway. Yeah. You know, or why not just break out an AK? <laughs> it's yeah. Exactly. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ray Bazzolo says Joe's is bigger uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I would <laughs> – what can I say? Hey, it happens. Hey, so yeah. – after it looks like you're after about 500s where you get your big draws for the 6.5, mm-hmm. you're getting 
uh, 15 inches less wind drift in a regular like 10 mile an hour wind. And what was it like at 500, uh, maybe 50 inches less drop, 100 mm-hmm. inch drop at let's see 600 versus this one's like 100. Actually, it's it's like a 75 inch drop at um, for 300 uh, for 65 at 600 where 308 would be just over 100 so you're 25 inches a drop less at 600 yards and i mean it's just exponential after that out to a thousand mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. uh richard hughes says 308 goes transonic earlier than 65 yeah, yeah way sooner mm-hmm. yeah uh explain yeah. to explain to people what the transonic is <laughs> you know is that like uh, a tran that is making a lot of noise. What does transonics mean? So, so th- there's a lot of fun we could have with that. Um, uh, the the, the, the G rated answer is that um, when when a bullet drops below the sound barrier, when it drops below, it has a significantly detrimental effect to not just the trajectory of the bullet, but the stability of the spin that's put on it. So you may not think that maybe that 100 feet per second uh, drop, when it, let's say when it crosses that barrier, is not a big deal before it goes uh, uh, subsonic. But that drop, right as it drops, totally destabilizes the, the flight path. Well, not totally, but it, it affects it substantially. Yeah, enough to make it tough. Yeah. yeah. So and then here's one of the things I'll tell you from my personal experience. So when people started coming out with six five Creedmoor stuff, I was like, whatevs. I'm sticking with three oh eight. You know, yeah, there's all these different things coming out. This is my first six five Creedmoor. If that yeah. says anything about how long I've clung to three oh eight, and I'm not giving up three oh eight by any means. Absolutely, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think the thing is, as I kept going places and shooting other people's six uh, five Creedmoor, and as, as as Patrick is saying, you're putting it in the same hole. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> more jokes, more jokes. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, you know, it, um, it, it just, and it, it, to me, it always felt, or when I shot it, it felt softer to my shoulder than a 308. I, I don't know if that was just perceived because of the rifle I shot, but it felt a little bit easier on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's why, if you're wondering, I think it's just, um, it's just like, you know, working out for people. And then there's a bunch of rifles out there that are really affordable. Mm-hmm. This uh, Ruger American is like 400 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the Savage, what is that? I don't know, four or 500 bucks or something. I think street price is going to be down in the four or 500 range. Yeah. I, like yeah. I said, MSRP, I think on that is 699, if I remember correctly. So yeah, street price would be at least one, 100, 150 less at least. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us what, what kind of optic do you have on there? So this is a, uh, before I get on the optic real quick, I want to, okay. I saw one or two people talk about uh, it being a boutique round. So like for me, I gave up on the idea of stockpiling a bunch of rounds in every caliber, right? So when I first got into shooting, I was like, all right, well, if I get this gun, I need like a thousand <coughs> rounds. I need a thousand <laughs> rounds, right? Yeah. Um, which, you know, for nine millimeter, five, five, six, 308, seven, six, two by three, nine. Sure. Yeah. But for something like this, it's a bolt action, right? I get a thousand rounds of this. That's going to last me a long time, right? You're so not taking – you go to the range and you're zeroing it in with five to ten rounds. And then you're going to go out hunting and use five to ten rounds. Right. And, you know, I may may go out plinking, you know, shooting unknown distances, just having fun with it and sports yeah. shooting and stuff. Um, honing, you know, honing your skills, so to speak. But 
this isn't one of those guns that's you know ever going to see like more than 50 rounds in a session i can't imagine right mm-hmm. so if i have a couple hundred rounds on hand uh you know maybe you know four or five boxes of hunting uh four or five boxes a match and a couple rounds you know like plinking let's say you know general plinking you know for like shooting steel at distance or something uh you know just whatever um I don't need a ton of rounds. So it's not like I have to worry about stocking up or running out, right? So if I wind up setting back 500 rounds in total for this, which would be way on the high end, um, that's going to last me for God knows how many years, right? Yeah. So, so I think I it's caught on fast too. So you find yeah, it. It's caught on fast. To a store and so, find it. So. so I would, so I wouldn't be so concerned about that unless it's going to be, unless you're like buying, you know, like your, your, your crap hit the fan rifle, you know, in like in chambering and in some odd caliber where, you know, then maybe you have an issue because, you know, you want to, you know, stock up on it. But for something like this, I, I don't have any issues with that, um, you know, doing, you know, thinking about that. So the optic is a Bushnell Forge. Uh, this is their uh, four and a half to 27 power. Okay. Uh, zero, uh, zero reset turrets, uh, locking turrets, uh, parallax. I want to say the parallax is 50 on this. It goes down to 50. Uh, let's see. It stops at 500, and then it has an infinity mark on it, and the parallax goes down to 30, 30, no, 25, 25 on the parallax on this. Um, this has a 20 MOA mount on it already, so obviously I am going to have no, uh, no, uh, I won't be shooting this ever below 100 yards. <laughs> okay, it didn't come. It didn't come with that optic and everything, right? No, it did not come with the optic. Okay. It did. It did come uh, with the 20 MOA mount, though. Oh, it did. Okay, cool. 20 MOA mount. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Um, Just in case anyone's wondering, while you guys are working and all that here, when I'm trying to stop myself from choking, which for some reason I cannot drink my water properly. I'm I'm having swallowing issues. Go ahead. Make fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing too much like this. I'm I'm laughing and drinking. Not a good idea. Don't laugh and try to drink water. I don't know. It tries to kill you. But um, so I'm tr- I'm gonna be I'm gonna put this on there, which is the three to eighteen by fifty, uh, first focal plane from Primary Arms, which is one of their new optics that they have out. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna um, set this up on there, and I'll probably be working on my mount and all that here while we're chit chatting and get it going. So let's see what else. You know what? Oh, I know that Lolo was sending me that story about the hockey puck. You guys want to talk about that? Here, let me send it I to you. I haven't looked it up. Put it in chat for me. Yeah, let me put it up here so you can see it. I think Joe Joe probably already had it. But I'll put it up there. I saw I'll it. put it here okay. so you guys can see this. It's a long ass link. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got it somehow. Uh, okay, Patrick, we're going to have to make some kind of uh, quick link out of that because it, it won't let me put it in the thing. Um, but here, I could tell you guys, it's on Truth About Guns, and the headline says, uh, Oakland University will give professors, students, hockey pucks to fend off active shooters. Wait, no, you're not, you're not really serious, right? Yeah. Um, Oakland University, schools will go to great lengths to avoid letting faculty and staff carry firearms to protect themselves and their students. First, there was Pennsylvania School District that's equipping each classroom with a bucket of rocks to chuck a potential shooter. Rock chuckers? That's right. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> depending. Uh, aren't rock chuckers something you used to reload? Yeah, know. our CBS or something has that. Maybe. Yeah, I've uh, heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Most will teach uh, kids to toss books and chairs, anything that's at hand, in order to slow down a shooter. 
the fact that more districts and law enforcement officials are coming around to the realizations that arming teachers and staff is the most effective option to save lives doesn't seem to have made much of an impression on the powers that be at Oakland University in Auburn Hills, Michigan. OU, of course, is a designated gun-free zone. What? Of course. Yep. So, yeah, so with any kind of ballistic response off the table, the school's chosen weapon against armed attackers will be hockey pucks. Uh, in California? That's stupidity. That's stupidity. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so oh I, I, yeah. I, I, I come down on two sides of this, right? So the, the, the first is, as someone who, generally speaking, carries a firearm, every moment of the day where it's legal for me to do so. Um, yeah. The idea of throwing a hockey puck versus throwing uh, copper jacketed lead is, is, is off to me. Uh, how, however, I think it is important to understand that we need to separate. We should probably separate out the, uh, or, or at least have some sort of understanding that there are millions of people every day mm -hmm. who go to work. Good people. Um, you know, well, maybe not all of them are good people, but there are millions of people who go to work every day, right? <laughs> some of those people are good. Some of those people yeah. suck. Millions of people who go to work and they are probably ten, at least ten, probably tens of millions of people who go to work in this country every single day who are prohibited by law from carrying where it would be a felony for them to carry. So in some states, it's it's not it's not just, you know, against the rules to carry on a college campus, but it's against the law and it's a felony in some states. In some states, it's a felony to carry inside a hospital. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so let's say, you know, just hospital wise. Right. Like the state of Illinois, for example, it is a felony to carry in a hospital in the state of Illinois. If, wow. you're, if you're not on duty security or law enforcement. So, okay. um, so you the, can you lose your job, you, so you um, job, you, you catch a felony, a felon, yeah, medical mm -hmm. license. So you, you don't just lose that job, but now you're a felon. Now you lose your medical license. Right. So it, it teachers who work in states where it's illegal to carry, uh, you know, it's a felony to carry on school grounds, even though they're a, a teacher. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about tens of millions of people in this country who are mm -hmm. risk, not just, you know, who aren't just risking their lives by going unarmed, but if they go armed. They're risking their jobs, their careers, their future, everything, right? Mm -hmm. So those people need to have some sort of way to defend themselves. And as ridiculous as it is to use a hockey puck, maybe there is something to trying to empower people to want to fight back. If you get them in that. mindset and they think about it long enough – at some point, it's going to click in their brains. You know, it won't click in everyone's mind, right? There are some people who you will never absolutely convince to uh, to carry to you know to carry a gun ever, no matter what. But for those people who may have been on the fence, they're going to one day they're going to look at that bucket, uh, you know, that bucket of hockey pucks next to, next to their desk, right? That teacher or you know the the the, the emergency room nurse uh, sitting sitting at the desk, the box of freaking hockey pucks, right? They're going to look at that and say, you know what, I want to fight back, but I'm using a freaking hockey pucks. This is yeah. bull. I'm gonna write my, you know, I'm gonna write my congressman, my senator, my representative, you know, whatever, right? That may be the spark that puts it in their mind. Rather than just running and hiding, that idea of that, hey, you know, there may be a time when I have to fight back. There's no choice. I have to fight back. And, you know, it's better than me throwing this, you know, red swing line stapler that's sitting on my desk. Maybe I'll throw a hockey puck and then boom, the spark is there. Maybe. I, I don't know, but I, I think we should separate out that, that, yes, we need to push and fight as hard as we can so that everybody has a right to defend themselves all the time. At the same time, 
the folks who can't because it's not legal yet, they got to do something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, who knows? You know, maybe it, it, hockey pucks are freaking hard. I actually have to say that a hockey puck is probably one of the smarter ideas I've seen as opposed to like a box of rocks or a, what was that one school that was going to throw canned goods, right? At least a hockey puck. You 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 get a wow. good fling on a hockey puck, you can yeah. put somebody's eye out. Yeah, but then you got to do training just like anything else, right? You have to. <laughs> well, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I'm trying. No, to seriously though, but you're starting to think yeah. about defending yourself. This is a exactly. base. This is yeah. a base thing for human beings, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a base thing for human beings. People need to realize that you're gonna have to defend yourself. So, yeah. um, I agree with you on that. I think that okay, at least they're doing something, and at least they're not saying, "Hey, you just have to," uh, you know. Run out of there. Razor JB says hockey pucks are never the answer. (laughs) Um, He also says, remember the three types of ballistics and what you want around for. It's excellent. External ballistics may not be great terminal. Just know your purpose and understand ballistics. Okay. That's, that's, you know, it's valid. That's valid. um, So, 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 um, Stefano, uh, uh, made a comment down here. I don't care what happens to libtards. So, all right, that's fine. Be that as it may. Um, I, I, I do think even libtards have the right to defend themselves. But keep in mind, like, I, I worked I worked for 10 years at a level one trauma center in Chicago. I didn't live in Chicago. I lived across state line in Illinois, but I worked at level one trauma center. Um, I saw a ton of people come through get shot. I've seen, I've seen well over a thousand people in my career shot who have been, after they've been shot. Uh, let me rephrase mm-hmm. that on mm-hmm. the table um, there in the operating room. And I can tell you there are pro-gun, you know, if you want to call them conservative, libertarian, um, there are a ton of pro-gun people in hospitals, especially in emergency rooms and operating rooms where they see the results of this. Not all of them, but there are a ton of pro-gun, decent, good people. And to say that someone who's chosen a profession in the medical field that, let's say, works at a hospital in Illinois, right? Uh, otherwise, there is there is gun loving and and American as anybody else that they don't have a right to defend themselves simply because they live in a state that doesn't allow them to uh, and not care about them. That's just that's wrong, man. That that I, I'm just going to call it out. That is so wrong. Yeah, I think that um, I think I do agree with you that we have to think that, hey, fighting back or the thought, the notion of of people fighting back is a beginning. And that's why, like I said, is there going to be training for what to do with these hockey pucks or rocks or whatever? And that training leads to the next question like, oh, okay, if you guys agree that we need to be able to defend ourselves in these situations, can we find something more efficient than a hockey puck? Maybe. Yeah, maybe this is a good slippery slope for. Yeah, I'm not saying – listen, it should not be that way, okay? Right. It should not be that way. I don't I don't agree that it should be that way. But, yes, we do have to consider and, – and regardless of what people believe, no one – I do not um, enjoy the idea of anyone um, coming to this kind of end, mm-hmm. okay? And um, especially not younger people. All of, if, you, if you've ever sent off a kid – to college. I have two that are in college right now. This It's not a fun thing to think about. We should do something about it. And maybe it starts with them real like, oh, you guys are having this conversation that we need to defend ourselves. What else do we have other than this? Do we have something more efficient than this? Do we know even what to do with this thing? You know, let, let's start there and realize that these things are going on and then build our way up from that. Because I think that, you know, 
even in even college kids, man, they get this stuff. We maybe assume that they don't get this. I think they do get this. There are plenty. I I will give a perfect example of what just happened last week here in Chicago. So mm -hmm. a uh, an emergency room uh, doctor, uh, she was a uh, uh, attending there. Uh, she got into an our her ex boyfriend who she broke up her ex fiance who she broke up with back in September, uh, came to the hospital uh, in Chicago Mercy Hospital, and uh, this is pretty close to me. Um, and uh, they got into an argument out in the parking lot. He wound up shooting her to death in the parking lot. From there, he ran into the hospital. Uh, one of uh, one of the victims in the hospital was a 25 year old uh, female who was stepping off the elevator. And uh, she walked out in front of this guy, and apparently there was a very quick word or something, and he shot and killed her. Uh, she was a first-year uh, a pharmacy resident, uh, and she was from Crown Point, Indiana, uh, which which is you know across the border. So she's from a red state, uh, mm -hmm. working across the border for school, right? So this is where she was assigned for her rotation for her pharmacy rotation in the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from from and I, I can't speak to exactly where she was from, but apparent apparently her family was a gun owning family. I can't speak mm -hmm. to her because I didn't know her. But at the same time, if she wanted to carry, um, she would have been, you know, perfectly not allowed to. So yeah. there, there, there there is an, a real world example of uh, what just happened. And while he was there, he wound up shooting and killing a 28 year old Chicago police officer. Uh, who ran in, heard the gunfire, ran in. He was one of the first ones shot. He was shot in the neck and killed. Um, so that was, and that was all from, you know, any, anyway, there was a large standoff there. And luckily uh, there were members of the SWAT team who were close by who actually deployed from their vehicles just out of their trunks basically and went in and took care of it pretty quickly. But it's really, uh, yeah, it, I it, think it, that tragic. I, and, I think that just being I think that so we definitely have this issue and there's people who um, see this issue, obviously, from our opinion on the wrong side. And they don't want us to be uh, to be able to defend ourselves. And that should not exist. That's something mm -hmm. we have to do something about. Unfortunately, even if you have the ability to defend yourself does not mean that you're going to do it or do it very well. I would rather have it even if I'm not able to do it very well. But the, the next step after that is really understanding what you're about to go up against and maybe doing something to prepare for that before it happens to make you better equipped to deal with it. Um, but just having it doesn't mean anything. A state of mind is everything, I think. State of mind is everything before all things. Where's your state of mind on this stuff? Look, I think right now what's happening in our community a lots of people are really complacent because you know we got someone in the presidency with a r behind his thing so I'm like oh we're all good <laughs> not gonna have no problems <laughs> we got a republican up in there he'll never take guns away from us <laughs> sounds sounds rational right but not necessarily not necessarily true we hear a lot of other you know this like there's things that there's things that the liberal media out there thinks are crazy that comes out of Trump's mouth. And then there's things that we should think are crazy that comes out of his mouth. So it's all state of mind. You have to have the state of mind where you're always prepared. Oh, you're always thinking about these things. And that's why I agree with what you're saying, like being in the middle of that situation that of course they should have more, but at the same time, at least they're starting to think like, oh, we may have to defend ourselves here. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and let's start. Let's see where you can extrapolate that thought to. So, um, 
So let's see. I don't know. There's there's some other conversation going going on. Uh, Florida Gun says Trump betrayed two A half an hour ago. <laughs> Uh, what was that? What was that particular news? Yeah, was some particular news out there that because we've been here on the air talking about it that we don't know about. Um, let us know what that particular thing is to look it up, and then maybe we can talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to know. I didn't. Uh, I have. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, but been here, so I haven't seen anything in the past half an hour. I saw somebody say something about another thing about bump stocks in the comments earlier, but it scrolled up and out of the way already so yeah i mean i know that i know that the that's one of the things that the administration is going after uh florida gun says bump stock ban okay um has there been some news about that while we've been on the yeah the atf i think came out saying that it's a machine gun and it must be registered to announce exclusive trump administration to now uh, announce final bump stock ban Mm mm-hmm Let's see. The Trump administration plans to announce the long-anticipated federal rule officially banning bump stocks in the coming days, according to the U.S. officials familiar with the matter. Bump stocks gained, blah, blah, blah. Uh, The device makes it easier. I know what it is. Uh, Of course, typical CNN. They don't have anything to say other than it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So they're just saying Trump is going to ban bump stocks. Justice Department is expected to announce within days a regulation that would ban bump stocks. Um, so there's not a whole lot of news other than yeah, it's yeah I mean, other than that, and we don't know what kind of language is going to be included in that. And uh, yep, you know, but th- I mean, this leads right into what I'm trying to say to you that you know, are we prepared for that? What are we doing about it? We can get mad and we could say angry words or whatever, but ultimately what are we doing? Are we going out there and trying to have the people that we're voting for who are in office realize how serious we are about this thing? No, we're not doing it, you know, and we're we're allowing a lot of things to stand and all that kind of stuff because I think we became complacent uh, why do we become complacent? Why do we lose that in our minds? You know, the NRA told us, hey, Trump's the guy. Let's get get behind Trump. Uh, tr- we all got happy about that. Nobody wanted to vote for Hillary Clinton, not me. And uh, so we went out there, we voted. Trump's the president. But you have to remember that Trump, for most of his life, was a Democrat. You know, and ultimately to um, to secure the legacy of his own presidency, there's things that he may, you know, he may say here or there to to appease us, but you know, he's going to go ahead and do stuff like this. And to be honest with you, uh, the NRA is 100% behind all this. Yes, they are. You know, so um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. What are they saying? That's coming out tomorrow, babyface. Uh, within the next couple of days, they haven't. Nobody yeah. knows. And I just saw that James P says two years wasted. Yeah, when these guys got elected, and we're like. Where is the stuff you said you're going to do? What what was their answer? Midterms. Yeah, I. I <laughs> you remember that? Don't worry. I don't, think, I don't think anybody on this panel fell for that. No, I, I definitely didn't believe that. But that was their answer to everyone. And so, yeah, midterms have come and gone. <laughs> so Rondell Stewart is asking if this will affect binary triggers. So assuming assuming it's what I read the other day. Mm-hmm. It should not affect binary triggers, but keep in mind that the, the what was released and and put forward in the before the comments period that thirty page document had two stage triggers, three gun triggers, all kinds of verbiage in there. Yeah. So 
that was pared down to basically was it one or two pages? It's pretty short, considering the thirty pages, right? Um, and it was basically specifically toward bump stock and bump stock devices, right? So the way it's worded, I'm not I'm not saying that's acceptable at all, but this is pretty about as narrowly worded as it could be to affect bump stocks and probably not anything else. But again, yeah. these are different iterations that come out. They could do something else, you know, over who knows. But as of uh, what I saw two, two or three days ago, it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, so let me see. I'm going to get to a couple of comments. Paul K says Reagan was also a Democrat. Brick says, is there a 2A champion in government? Haven't seen one person stand up yet or am I blind? I would tend to agree with you. Um, I don't know if there's someone overwhelmingly that immediately comes to mind, babyface. I don't know um, what you think about that. Um, if there's anyone that stands out, I don't know. Handful of guys, uh, guys like maybe uh, Justin Amash um, in the house. You've got, uh, I, I guess, the only one who would be probably, you know, who, who would be the closest to pro gun in the Senate would be Rand Paul. Um, he spe- He speaks highly. Um, yeah, Cyrus is right. It does set a dangerous precedent uh, on rewording what what although I will say that the wording that the ATF used in what I read a couple of days ago for the bump stock ban is worded in such a way. Not that I agree with it, but it is worded in such a way that I think they can defend considering it a machine gun based upon what a machine gun is, because your finger is stationary on the shelf of the bump stock while the gun translates back and forth in the stock. They're very specific on the wording on that to try and get it into and underneath the existing definition of a machine gun. Again, not that I agree with it, but it is worded in such a way that I do not know if a court challenge would work on it because it's, it's, they not, not that they did a good, not that I think they did a good job on it, but they did a good job to keep it in line with the framework they had to work under, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, I think I, I understand exactly what you're saying there. Um, and I, and I, I want to be careful that nobody misunderstands me. I do not approve of this. I don't think it's a good thing. I'm just trying to give you my interpretation of what that paper says. Yeah. To be clear, I don't approve of it. Babyface, do you approve of anything like that? I am not paying attention at the moment. I apologize. I'm listening to uh, a Adam ruins everything that is the super lefty guy uh, a couple days ago, put out a uh, gun thing. So I was listening to that. He asked, he was asking me about it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you want to pose we're, talking, question? we're talking about the, this proposed <laughs> yeah. uh, bump stock ban uh, situation that's developing or, you know, going to maybe come to fruition here in the next, uh, I don't know, 12 hours or so. So uh, the next 12 to 24 hours, I don't think any of us are for that. I think the thing that people have to understand here, yeah, of course, they, they've listened to a bunch of stuff and maybe uh, adapted this and changed it. The big problem for me, Joe, I think in this mm-hmm. is that they made rulings on this before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay? I think several, several. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the precedents that could be set with them reversing prior rulings is what we have to worry about because what's it's a slow drip here. If they get this through, 
then they could go back and go, well, we did it before. I think we should just re-examine this thing, that thing, mm-hmm. this thing, you know. And at some point here, I know there's people out there that are uh, frustrated, like Screaming Skull Saloon says, I vote, I write letters, I make phone calls, I'm a member of the GOA, I've rallied at my state capitol, I've taken noobs and younger folks shooting, not sure much more I can do, but I'm willing. I think we all feel exactly like that, that we've, like we've been out there, you know, um, doing as much as we can do to this and, and, and get people to wake up here. Um, yeah, I think the options are getting real slim. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and for, for, there was this, and I'm trying to remember the exact case. There's a case recently, the guy was actually wound up being acquitted by, by a jury that had common sense, but uh, the, the ATF le- issued him a letter uh, and I forget exactly what it was on. And I don't want to misspeak. I think I know what it was, but I don't want to misspeak. Anyway, they issued him a letter. Out of Ohio, where he uh, had an SBR, what, what they tried to say was an SBR, but it yes. was. Yep, pistol. yep. And, and so and they acquitted they did, him. Yeah, they acquitted him. What the ATF fought to ignore, to, fought to have excluded from the uh, from the court case. Was their own rulings. Their own previous <laughs> letters to yeah. him that said it was okay for him to do it. Yep. And the judge agreed and said, yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to let the jury see that evidence. That's the, the evidence that the ATF told the, 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 the on written on paper from the tech branch office, they fought to have excluded and won. That that's what's that's I mean, that is just insane to me. Anyway, um, he had a good law. He he had a good lawyer. There was actually a public defender. They properly measured it the way it was supposed to be measured. And as it turns out. Even even without that other paperwork, he was acquitted because the ATF totally screwed up when they measured it. I mean, nothing was – there were several bullet points they screwed up on, so he never even broke the law at all. Um, according to according to Psycho 316, he totally broke the law with the aesthetics of that pistol because it was fucking hideously <laughs> Oh Oh, my okay. God. It, it looked – he, he put every single – device and and, and the definition and of mall ninja <laughs> let me tell you if ugly was a crime lots of us would be <laughs> right so you know i understand where you're coming from with that look i think that this is this is what we're going up against people they're just reversing things mm-hmm. um it's it's much of what's going on with walter right um, or with Safety Harbor Firearms, that the ATF is trying to say, oh, you, th- this a bolt action upper has to be serialized and treated like a firearm. The upper, you know, um, yeah, they're gonna if they if they get away with reversing things, they can reverse the crap out of a lot of stuff. And then what? I mean, what are they gonna do with bump stocks? The people spent a lot of money. I think when we were looking at the studies. Millions of dollars spent. Yeah, yeah, like like a hundred million dollars apparently gonna, over over the past whatever ten years it is or whatever. It's like literally a hundred million dollars of them sold. They're gonna have to That's have a ton. Uh, they're gonna have to have some sort of NFA amnesty because they're saying that. Well, the the first thing that they came out with was saying that it was going to be an NFA item. It would be considered a machine gun, and thus, in my mind, they would have to have some sort of NFA amnesty, like they did back in the eighties or whatever. Yeah, saying, like hey, register, yeah, stuff, register yeah. your machine gun, register your bump stuff. Well, and what but, would be the point to that? I don't, no, I don't no, think I, they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to yeah. do that. But what would be the point to it? Overnight, you make 100 million Americans felons. And then I, I, it's, it's, all, it's all crazy to me. Y- yeah. yeah. So, 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 so there are issues to deal with, right? So the, you can't take people's property without just compensation. Now, the question is, can they argue enough? So people go back to like the uh, Atkins Accelerator, right? 
So the important thing on that one to note was the uh, the actual device that he put into production was different. I don't I, I don't agree that it was significantly different, but it was different from what the ATF had originally approved. Okay. So so that's why they were able to take them and not compass and not compensate anyone, and they held uh, Aiken, Atkins, Aikens, whatever, uh, responsible. Okay. This, on the other hand, though, are devices that were approved, that were legally possessed, that are now illegal to possess. Um, and they're either – a, a huge court challenge could be made that you would at least have to compensate. You know, So then you would have to pay whatever, you know, 100 bucks per person. You'd have to do some kind of compensation to everybody who owns it. Now, are they going to give out you know, $100 million to everybody who has a bump stock to turn it in? Or would they just do an amnesty period where you can register it? Now, right. But and now then the, also, how does that affect people in states where the states have gone out and made their own things on this and people probably still have it? How mm-hmm. do you get amnesty money for something that in your state is illegal and then the federal government's making illegal, but you're not supposed to? I mean, that's going to get crazy. right? Yeah, exactly. So like in Illinois, I'm pretty sure you can. Well, you could at least a couple of years ago, you could own a bump stock in Illinois. I don't know if you can now or not. I have no idea. But um but let's say it's still legal to own one right now. It's illegal to own machine guns in Illinois as a so, private yeah, citizen. Yeah. So there's no way you could there's no way you could do that. So I don't know. Would you be allowed to sell it or transfer it out of state to someone else who would then buy it and register? I have no idea. It, it's 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 a it's it's a bizarre place to be in. And I suppose the only not that it would be a shining light at all, and not that I would be happy about it at all. The only I don't even want to call it a silver lining because it's not a silver lining. But the the one modicum of of oh that's interesting would be that if let's I mean a hundred million bump stocks at you know I don't know what are they a hundred bucks each something like that I don't know let's let, let's say you know five hundred or seven hundred thousand of these things wound up getting registered because I'm sure most people wouldn't register them but let's say five hundred thousand get registered uh, which I doubt that would I, who knows five hundred thousand get registered that's five hundred thousand new machine guns that are now in common use just yeah. throwing that out but the, and the pants is saying you can't register a machine gun made after 1986 well, that's that's why i'm saying amnesty yeah that yeah. that yeah that's why i would they would have to do some kind of amnesty to be able and to, then is that amnesty for more than bump stocks or that's see that's oh, the other thing is it i opened, have no idea i mean last time up. they opened last time they opened up to amnesty it was for anything um I yeah. have no idea. I, I don't think we're going to be that lucky this time. I'm just telling you guys. I don't think they're going to. I don't think, think so either. I don't so. think they're going to think about compensating people. Something's automatically going to become illegal, and you will have to destroy it. And basically, I, the government will be seizing your property, and you're going to have to make that decision or become a felon. And it's not going to solve anything. No, it's not it stop, stop anything. Not going to solve stop. anything. I wonder. I wonder how the court case is going to turn out, and how many years it's going to be held up before it's actually it's not going to have a stay on it. Because you know, you know, people are going to sue. Yeah, that's that's you know, the, the only. America, like, at least, you're going to sue. The NRA may leave us hang out to dry, but the GO. <laughs> um, and and if you and and, and all, honestly, if you expect the Supreme Court to have your back on it, I would not. I wouldn't count I, on I, that either. The the only thing I can think of is they would come down on it and say that you have to compens- compensate them because constitutionally, I don't see any way you get around taking. There's no way all that property from people without compensation. I I don't know how you do it. Yeah, this is going to become a legal fight become before it be, actually becomes an actual fight out there, you know, where we have to take to the streets and all that kind of stuff. But at some point, we do have to figure out, like, where are we drawing the line on this? Because this is going to be a slow squeeze. 
Yeah, you it's know? bump it's bump stocks this year, next year. You know, if some oh, these triggers, these triggers trigger, shouldn't then be they here. Use, yeah. Then they use a three gun trigger, and then it's yeah. Well, they can, next thing you know, you know, they'll be dragging in Jerry Mitchellick. Right? Guy, yeah, yeah. 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 Seriously, they'll, yeah, be, I mean, they'll be playing Jerry Mitchellick YouTube clips at the congressional hearings. And saying triggers should you, people should not be able to pull the trigger this fast. Yeah, because look at what this guy. Because look at what this guy can do. You know right? what? You know what the answer to that would be? Uh, think of the New York Glock trigger, which is what ten and a half pounds or something like that. That I'm it's just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. That, that's something that I could see them say. Well, you need a heavier trigger pull to make this more safe. Uh, I, I would think they would have some way to. Uh, they wouldn't just have a heavier trigger pull to slow it down. They 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 wouldn't they wouldn't go for something like that. They would if they were going to push for it. They would push for some sort of extra disconnector or something in there to really retard the rate of fire. Not just a heavier not just a heavier uh, uh, spring. I mean they they would they would find some way, and then the industry would have to the industry would have to come up with something then to retrofit every semi-auto out there i mean i i don't see them just going with heavier springs i see them if they push they're just going to put it's like you said she's going to keep squeezing any any way they can and and yeah i see a lot of people getting fired up in the comments too and i am just this makes it i've just i think we're i think we're all pretty upset about it i just don't know um okay terry johnson says you know i beg to differ i think it's going to be in the streets before it gets all the way to the court uh, no one, nobody can afford to do it the legal way except for Big Brother. Um, the the thing here is that, and I've said this before, and I know it's maybe a tough pill to swallow for some people, but this is like why I feel like the whole situation with the wall. I make fun of that situation. I think it's all bullshit. I think it's a smokescreen. We're all like, oh, build a wall, do this, do that, and there's other stuff that's happening that has a that has way bigger ramifications on what's going on here. You know, and in lots of states, including this one that I'm sitting in, they've already passed a bump stock ban that includes every damn thing. People don't even like there's lots of people in the state that are gun guys that are two A, that are members of the NRA that say they're Republicans, say they're conservatives, say they believe in the Constitution. They don't even know that. You know, when people are going to find that out is when someone when some prosecutor decides to start like sitting outside of two gun matches and arresting people's asses. Mm-hmm. You know, when they start using it as a reason to like, you know, before you could have had a rifle. Now they're like, oh, yeah, this le- this could have been legal, but we think you probably modified this. You know, and then it becomes a thing. So. I don't know. I don't know. It's actually it's terrible news, but I don't know what it takes for people to wake up. I'm not saying that we're not awake. I think everyone here is awake. Everyone in the chat is awake. I get it. That's why you guys are here all the time. We're always talking about this, you know, but I think that the majority of other people out there that say they care about this, all those people who were activated in the firearm again of what was that, Joe? Was it 2013? When was firearm again? That was 2013. Yeah. Yeah. All those people that were activated, I don't know where the hell those people are now. Yeah. You know, I, and, I, and I would like to see those people like wake back up and look at what's going on here and, and realize like how far this is going to go. But, you know, yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll wait to see what happens uh, tomorrow or the day after that and uh, what challenges come to it and all that kind of stuff. But at some point here, we have to stop getting like distracted. Uh, you know, I talk about the fun stuff, too, here because I don't want people to 
to overthink all these things, but I don't know where the right balance is, you know? Um, Jafari H says, you're exactly right, Hank. I wouldn't be surprised if Trump paid all those immigrants to hold our attention. Um, I think we're just getting distracted with all that stuff. You know, I'm not I'm not saying it's right. I don't think it's right. I think America should fix its immigration uh, problem that it has. It's had a massive immigration situation going on for a long time. There's a whole bunch of laws and loopholes and wormholes between (laughs) between regulations and, and, and people need to deal with that. But I think there's a lot of stuff going on. We're getting distracted with. And of course, our borders are our borders. We either have them or we don't. You know? It, you, you know, it's the, the this issue has been going on for a very long time. Reagan, uh, when he did the Reagan amnesty, uh, but when he wasn't banning guns, uh, Reagan was handing out amnesty to millions of illegals. And initially they said it was going to cover a couple, maybe one and a half million illegals two maybe. Um, and he gave amnesty. Well, he wanted to give, you know, of course, they knew what was coming. They all flooded across the border and wanted to be given nine million uh, illegal aliens amnesty, he gave them citizenship. Then they were going to fix the border, the control of the border. They never did. So this has been going on since Reagan. I mean, it's been it's been Reagan's fault. It's been Bush Jr.'s fault. It's been Clinton's fault. It's been Bush Sr.'s or Bush Jr.'s then senior before him, obviously, whatever. Um, Obama. And now it's on Trump. So this has been going on for a long time. So this is not something new. And for what it's worth, you look at prosecutions under uh, Clinton and Obama. They were really high on the border. They were just as high as uh, Bush's, if not Obama's was higher. Obama was really tough on the border, considering. I mean, he wasn't tough when he talked. The actual enforcement rates on the border were pretty high. So I think it's very hypocritical. If you watch all the old clips, I saw a video the other day of all the clips from Clinton and Obama uh, as president, either going into the campaign or as president. And man, they were they were they talked just like Trump did, but without Trump's verbiage with a smoother, more, you know, slick Willie had his way of. Of, of speaking well, and Obama spoke well. He, I may not have liked the things he said or what his content was, but he was a good public speaker. Um, you know, I'll give him that. So, you know, maybe this would resonate better if Trump had a better public speaking. I don't know. But I think, uh, you, know, you know what I think is going on? I think that, um, I think that in, in past times, they had to do something about what's going on, right? What was going on with the border situation because mm-hmm. of the economy. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's lots of people that always want to just do the easy fix to what's going on with immigration because they think that those people are going to vote. But the reality of it is those aren't the people that vote. Ultimately, there's a core group of people in America who vote. And if those people were losing their jobs, or, or suffering because of the economy, getting laid off and all that kind of stuff. And then at the same time, maybe that they saw people coming in who were either taking over their jobs or doing whatever it is, they were worried about what's gonna happen there. And, and so that's why they did that then. Now it's convenient for them because they're not in office mm-hmm. to go, oh, you just gotta let these people in. you know. And, and it's a situation that we're all getting mixed up and caught up in. I think immigration is a good thing for America, but there needs to be one line instead of a whole bunch of different lines that all work in different ways. And people don't know, like, okay, which line do I get on this line? Do I get on that line? Do I do things? I could tell you from my own experience, you know, my family came here in the 80s. And uh, and look, we we came here, you know, we came here on a plane. We had a visa. We overstayed that visa. And when they gave out those things, but my my dad immediately uh, put in and 
uh, like someone was sponsoring us and all that stuff. So when they gave out amnesty, we were actually not eligible for it, even though we were here. So oh. there, there were lots of people I knew who mm -hmm. got who got that amnesty and everything and became citizens. So they got their amnesty, went through the five years before we actually got our paperwork and wow. before everything happened for us. And then we had to physically leave this country. Okay, and, and uh, we actually we wound up going back to England. We went to England and then came back. That's what we had to do. My older brother, he was too old to even do that. So about 10 years after we got our stuff, that's when he got his stuff. That's all insane. You know, and that's what I'm trying to say, like as a person who's an immigrant who came here, you can you can technically say I came here illegally because I did. Um, you know, we came here legally and then overstayed our visa. Lots of people do that. It's not all on the border. That's why I think it's funny. Like if you think it's just a wall over there that's going to stop something, people are coming into America from Canada, from a whole bunch of other countries around the world. They're black, white, everything in between. You know, if you want to fix it, then you really have to fix it. And it calls for some tough decisions that have to be made, just like everything else. In order to fix it, we've got to make some tough decisions, you know, and what's going on. It's just like this, the, the, um, the conversation we were having earlier about the fact that there's there's people out there, broken human beings who are attacking other people and, and killing other people. And we want to fix that. Mm hmm. And if we want to fix it, we can't just keep saying, oh, you know what? We got to get rid of all the guns and that's going to fix something. You know, we have to have like serious conversations about it and, and realize that this is the way that the world is today. Not just America. We can't somehow like isolate ourselves from the things that happen in the world that we have to deal with it. And one of the things is there's people out there who are broken and they're going to attack other people. And then there's also human beings that don't want to work for anything. They would ra rather watch you work and get something and then try to take it from you. And you have the right to defend yourself. You have the right to defend your family and defend your life and all that kind of stuff. So we, we got to fix this and deal with the tough questions. But I just think most people in America, because we're so comfortable, we don't really want to do that. We just want to get along and, you know, and, and not worry about all these things and think that it doesn't mean anything and that there's nothing there's nothing that makes us special that separates us from other countries when there is. And there's things like the Second Amendment is one of those things. That's how we don't wind up like Venezuela one day. Yeah. You know, that's what's that's what's going on in lots of countries out there. And if you want to know how you don't wind up like that and you can resist your government when. To me, I don't see a massive difference between Republicans or Democrats. You know, and it's it's highly conceivable to me that one day we'll turn around and regardless of what government it is, it's like, oh, well, this is what we're doing. You guys are just going to have to deal with that shit. Ironically enough, Democrats, you know, I've said it before, Democrats talk about passing gun control. Republicans are actually the ones who pass it. The mm -hmm. bump stock ban signed off by a Republican, our machine gun ban, the 89 import ban, uh, gun control act, all Republicans. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, this isn't, this isn't to, to cast aspersions or whatever. No, yeah, it's, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It just is what it is. And, and yeah, how's that this, happening? Right. So, and, and now we have this happening under Trump. And I think it's the same way that happens every single time. A Republican gets in office, every, everybody just, everybody, well, not everybody, but there are a significant amount of people in the Second Amendment community who just totally tune out for the next four years until the next election cycle as to what's going on. Yeah, because you can't. There's something going on that you just can't tell. people. Like, look, the last time I went to the NRA, 
Um, the NRA actually has buses, right? That'll take you to the, wherever the convention is. Um, and I never got on those buses before. So just for the hell of it, I got on the buses. Lola and I got on one of those buses and there was a bunch of FUDs on there. Okay. These are like NRA guys, whatever's good. Like whatever the NRA says, it's all good. And that's when I realized, I was like, oh shit, this is the core of the NRA. Yeah. The guys like us are not really the core of that. You know, and this is what's going on. I just posted, um, and this is maybe a little bit of an aside, but I don't know if you guys saw this link. I posted this link from Politico. It says NRA's fortunes fell as gun control groups gained power. Um, so, and it's basically talking about how the NRA is getting less money and all that kind of all that kind of stuff that's going on. I I uh, just saw a fantastic article come across uh, on mm-hmm. on on the other side of that. And I don't know if you're, it's uh, this one, uh, the title is NRA pays lavish executive perks, even as it cuts costs. Now I haven't opened, now I haven't opened this one yet. This is just the title, but for those who know, you know, you're talking about a nice seven figure salary for guys like Chris Cox and for Wayne LaPierre. And then you're talking about, that's just their salary and then compensation in the several millions of dollars. Right. So, Again, if for if for in a in I am I am a hardcore capitalist, and I believe that if you run a business, you should be able to get paid whatever you want. I have no problem with that. When it comes to the oldest, the oldest civil rights organization in the company, you know, in in the country, I should say, right? Something that builds itself out as a uh, what is it, a nonprofit or not for profit, whatever it is, right? I mean, this 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 is not a for profit business, or is it? Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe it's only a for profit business, and they just hide behind everything else. I'll I think a long time. I think I think thirty years ago or so, if you really check into the history of this, mm-hmm. the NRA got jacked up. Right. Yeah, they did. And there's some people who took over the who took over the NRA, and those guys have it in lockdown. Yeah. So, so, the, so to me, a guy who heads up the lar- oldest civil rights organization in the country, making total compensation in the six to seven million dollar a year range, is absolutely insane. Now, you know, you look at somebody like Jeff Bezos bringing home billions and billions of dollars a year. You know what? Don't buy from Amazon if you don't like it. Rock on. Do what you know. Rock on, man. You know, make that make that bank. But for a guy who, or, you know, for for any of these execs, and it doesn't matter whether it's that or it's or it's freaking Red Cross or uh, or uh, what, what what the hell is that uh, the YMCA director that has that that had their own plane for a while? They had like a G six for a while, freaking YMCA, <laughs> right? Oh, I mean, wow. you're you're yeah. talking about it's a lot of that going on, people, right? Yeah. Right, and that are funded on membership drives, primarily, right? Mm-hmm. How can you get? I don't know how you justify that. I could not. Uh, I, I could not be in that organization uh, and 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 go to sleep at night if I was if I was doing that. I mean, I, I don't care how much how big our membership was. I mean, think think it's it's just insane to me. Mm-hmm. I think that the solution to this, if there is one, is that there's something new out there. That you know, there's a new way of people getting their information. I don't think people should solely rely on the NRA for information. I don't think people should solely rely on them to fight for their rights mm-hmm. because they make decisions on their own without you. Does anyone remember getting the ballot for who the NRA is going to support for president? That was just a decision that was made, and everyone was just fell in line with it. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's go along with that. But and and I'm and. 
I'm not saying that Trump was automatically going to do what he's doing. They, these guys need pressure. Like all these politicians need pressure on them to realize like, oh, we're losing support because of Second Amendment pro-gun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't I don't really see any of that happening. Therefore, I don't see those guys doing that. And I have to tell you guys that, like, if you read the tea leaves of what's going on there, when when Congress goes back into session, there's going to be a lot of gun control stuff coming out. Oh, yeah. So just get ready for that. You know, and if you think that, you know, Nancy Pelosi is not going to push stuff through and then when it gets to the Senate, it's going to get blocked up there. Don't don't really believe that. There's going to be some kind of bills that they stuff things into that Republicans, even though they control the Senate, are going to go, uh, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll push this through. So just be prepared for it. OK, let's see. Um uh, Mystery Family says while the NRA is the biggest gorilla in the room doesn't um, need doesn't mean that they uh, I don't understand he cleaned up and aired out so there you go so there you go uh, Babyface P what are you up to man uh, definitely not on 4chan <laughs> looking, looking at pictures of guns oh okay <laughs> yes I totally believe that. I totally believe that. Okay, let's see here. Let me see. Is there any other gun stuff that was um in was out there in the news that you wanted to? I didn't go see a over while you're here. Yeah, it's a little bit of a slow, a little bit of a slow day out there. I think I did see a couple of things. Um, if not, there's definitely some things here that I have that I can go over. Um. Did you guys see also on the truth about gun, Texas uh, garden store employees hold shotgun wielding robber at gunpoint until police arrive. So employees at the Ellis home and garden in Texarkana did the state of Texas proud Sunday night when their store was targeted by an armed criminal. It was a little after 8 p.m. and the employees were closing up when 25 year old Brandon Stagg slipped in through an unlocked door holding a shotgun Two employees. Both in the store's back office saw uh, stags on the store surveillance camera. Uh, I'm hearing myself for some reason. Armed with a shot, yeah. Armed with a shotgun, stags approached the employees and attempted to rob them. Uh, so let's see. Two employees fought back, wrestled the shotgun away from stags. One of the employees had a concealed handgun license and fired two shots during the struggle. Although neither of the rounds hit anyone, the employees succeeded in subduing stags and restraining him long enough to call 911 and hand him over to the popo. Should have robbed him. Huh? <laughs> they should have robbed him at the same time and they kicked his ass out. You yeah, rob us, it. we catch you, we rob you back. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I was going to say he got off pretty easy on that. Yeah. One. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a, that's a, a light that sentence there for, for somebody. Yeah. I'll put that up there for anyone who wants to read it. If you want to go into a couple of things that aren't gun related – um, let me see. By the way, uh, Forge from Freedom, they've still got 25% off on their website. Just checking that right now on um, selected shirts on the Forge from Freedom website. You guys can check that out. I am working on a Make Florida the, sh- the Gunshine State Again t-shirt with them. Nice. Hopefully we'll get that out somewhere soon here. I'm trying to go through and pull up uh, whatever new stuff that I have here. Let's see. And uh, what do we have going on here? Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the silence just play out. No, 
<laughs> also, check out Gunstreamer. I was talking. I was talk, talking to Austin from Gunstreamer. If anyone haven't hasn't heard of Gunstreamer, go check out Gunstreamer. They just did update the site, and uh, you can automatically have your videos pulled over from YouTube. So I think that's convenient for me. I know a lot of people don't want to do it because they think it's a bunch of work that you have to maintain all these different things. You can sign up to have all your videos just pulled from YouTube and go over there. If you're not doing that, um, get up on it. I think this kind of stuff happening, you guys are going to see, they're also trying to sneak things into all these things so that we can't even talk about this stuff. That so. seems to me, that seems like the most illogical thing they can do because that's clearly a first amendment issue. And if it were to ever make it to the Supreme court, that's like an easy overturn in my mind. Uh, I don't I don't have super amount of trust for the Supreme Court and whether or not they're even going to take up those things. Um, so uh, let me see. I just put this in our chat. Check out what I'm throwing up here in the chat right now. This is a little bit of a switch. I think you guys might find this interesting. So do you remember those Thai boys that got stuck in the cave? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now it seems that they're planning on making that cave into a tourist attraction. No, no, thanks. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going down in a cave. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> They've received thousands of visitors and more than a hundred vendors have set up stalls. Yeah. Like, so, uh, like I was trapped in a cave and almost died. And all I got was this t-shirt. Yeah. I, I, maybe it's something about a different culture or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. It has to be. Cause I don't, <laughs> I'm not going in a cave underwater, especially in the dark. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, recently, while we were in uh, Texas, uh, Lola and I went spelunking with some other people. And I was like, what the hell am I doing in this, <laughs> in this cave? You know? <laughs> Why? You know, if you've seen one cave, you've seen them all. You know, so, yeah, very easy. And there's all these things. They're like, oh, don't touch. Don't touch the walls. You're going to kill the bats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like bats. introduces bad bacteria or something. Yeah, no, I'm not about cave diving. I heard a I heard a thing on uh, some radio thing years ago of a group that lived underground in a cave, like miles underground in the pitch black for two months, three months. And I, the thought of that to me was like a horror story. There's no yeah. way I'm living underground in a cave in the dark for three months. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'm down yeah. with that either. <laughs> well, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. How much money? How much? Uh, I think it was part of like a, a, a college thing. They were researching something, so nothing, yeah. no pay, no, none whatsoever. No, I'm out. Yeah, you don't even now, want I mean, to know the requirements that I would have to have to live in. <laughs> now, I mean, there, there, there is an amount of money. I know there's an amount of money that's out there that you know I would that I would, would be get, willing yeah, to get you to do that. that. Would get me to do that for three months, <laughs> living in a dark in a cave. Um, there is an amount of money out there for that. So don't get me wrong. You know, if like you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, How many zeros does it have to have? <laughs> there's going to be some zeros, so you know oh, if, yeah. uh, if uh, Elon Musk is watching and wants to do and wants to do something, yes, yes, I have a price. I can be bought and put in a cave for three months. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it, it's 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 going it, to it's going to take some it's going to take a lot of you know zeros, yeah. a lot, yeah, and with something in front of that zero, right. Um, something that I can buy my, um, my perfect submarine that can, you know, that can also ride above the waves, but then also becomes a dirigible and floats up into the, 
to the sky. So it used to have you like know, I mean, like a hot air balloon on top, <laughs> uh, hydrofoil on the bottom, so you can get enough speed. Yes, to right. Yes, like and that. then dive. Yeah. Yes, yes, all three. Yes, it needs to be able to do that. And I'm thinking billions. <laughs> I'm thinking billions here. All right. Well, I'm just going to go out there and say that for three months, I would do it for less than a billion dollars. I would. You, you underbid oh, me. So this uh, yes. is what these guys. This park I think is called uh, Tham Luang. It says people try to make Tham Luang a tourist attraction before many times, but it never became popular. Now it's famous all over the world because of the boys saved from the cave. Uh, we are not just happy because of the money from the tourists. We are also very proud people want to travel here to see our beautiful park. It's an honor for us. <laughs> of course. It's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what you guys want. I, so I are here. Here would be my advice for them. If they really want to round this out, they need to, they need to get themselves some duck boats. <laughs> okay. I think they, they, no, they still, they still is, is, have, that, is that too soon? Is it too soon? <laughs> oh boy. Um, they still have those um, little, little tiny submarine things that Elon Musk sent over there. So, yeah, they do. Yeah, they could probably flood that thing purposely now and then have people go on those. Go through it, yeah. Go through there. Okay, so if you check out this other thing that I put up here in the chat, also from Fox News. Here's a headline. Enormous cow that weighs more than a car is saved from the slaughterhouse. Did you and see it? It's massive. Yes, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's like two cows cow. high. It's two cows high. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, I, it's, 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 it's taller than I am. It stands six foot four inches tall. It's an inch taller than I am. That is, that is a standing. standing. Yes. Yeah. To the shoulder. Standing on four legs. It's yeah. What are you going to do, Joe, shoulder. when you come across a cow in the pasture that is looking you eye to eye? Oh, well, <laughs> and looking one, down, looking down. Looking at down at me. Uh, number one, I'm not going to try and tip it. That's number one. <laughs> I will not. Yeah. And, and well, I mean, I mean, are, are we talking a billion dollars to try and tip it? I mean, you <laughs> might you might get a I billion have, views. Elon Musk, are you listening? <laughs> do, 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 do I do I have to do I have to actually successfully get it over, or do I just have to try really hard? Because I don't just an attempt. I don't know if I've got. I, I don't know if I've got the. That's like it's like three thousand pounds. That's what the article said. It's like three. I don't know if I can tip three thousand pounds. Yeah, it's not a pleasant experience to come up to any creature. I mean, we could split the billion. (laughs) Um, I'll split the billions. That might help me pay for my submarine. Uh, So (laughs) check this out. A giant cow stands more than six feet, four inches tall and weighs the same as a family car. It's so big, it's being saved from the chop. Nickers, a seven-year-old Holstein uh, Frisian, is more than twice the size of the rest of the herd in Mile Up, Western Australia. Um, the bovine behemoth stands head and shoulders above other farm beasts and weighs in at an incredible 1.4 town tons, excuse me, tons. That's over 3000 pounds. Um, owner Jeff Pearson told Perth now that Nickers, uh, Nickers, what, what, a what name. you call me? Nickers. <laughs> Nickers. Um, yes, I don't know what it means weird. in Australia, but knickers are like, you know, like put your big girl. You say that in the wrong neighborhood. Somebody might beat you up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I could say that. I could say that. I'm totally safe. Um, <laughs> totally safe. But, but knickers, I know in England, knickers are like panties. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's probably the same thing in Australia. I don't know. Um, but he's so owner Jeff Pearson told Perth now that knickers size could save its life because knickers 
with a K-N, people, <laughs> is too big for the local abattoir. Do Who knows what an abattoir is? Do you know what an abattoir is? I would have to Google it. I have to admit, I don't know. Oh, um, okay. Uh, I know what it is. How, 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 okay, what is it? Tell us. What is it? Yeah. I'm, I'm not even sure exactly how to spell it. Yes. It's basically a butcher shop. It's a place where they butcher things. It's called an abattoir. A- I, abattoir, yes. A- no idea. A-T-T-O-I-R, abattoir. Yeah. Shocking footage inside bovine abattoir. In <laughs> of course, Devil. that's the first that's thing. What, that that's one of the first look. things that comes up. <laughs> don't look, Joe. Don't I'm, look. I'm not going to look. I don't, don't, don't want to know. Look, I, look I, I, get my, I get my cow meat beef humanely sourced from the grocery store where no animals were harmed. And I think everybody should get them there. Yeah, they, because they just grow the cows in little pieces of paper. That's right. That's, That's exactly right. right. Yeah. So check it out. So um, they said the butchers, see, it goes on to say this, butchers say the giant would produce around uh, 1,400 pounds of trim saleable beef, enough for 450 cuts of steak Oh. And 815 pound of mitts. mitts Has anybody, are we, why are we not talking about breeding this behemoth and making an <laughs> army, army of, of double-sized cows? cows? Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, is this a male cow? Uh, it's Nickers, so I don't know if this is male. No, 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 no cows are males. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So yeah. it's a female. So yeah. the, the man, okay, the bull can't get up, you know. Yeah, to the, what bull? <laughs> I don't care how much that bull is swinging. <laughs> What bull can't, is can't walking up on. to this cow? He's going to be like, what? He's going to need some help. <laughs> He's going to be like, this is what you want me to do? That is crushing for, you know, like that is death by snoo snoo cow. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> now that's, uh, that, there's which a classic. Is not, it's not a bad way to go. I want to, I want to die by, by snoo snoo. <laughs> Yeah, well, if, if I could choose how I die, Snoo Snoo's fine. But I don't know how uh, bowls or whatever. Crazy, the craziest thing is it looks like a regular cow. It's not it's like, just, it's just massive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like if you look at the pictures and video and stuff, it looks like they just shrank the other cows. Yeah, it the does. other cows are just like mini cows. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's I thought it, I, I'm telling you, I thought it was photoshopped when I first. Yeah, saw it. yeah, I could see I it. I seriously like... <laughs> thought it was photoshopped. Yeah. And the other cows are just hanging out with it, like, yeah, you know. Hey, bro, what's like, up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the massive cow. Yeah. Uh, Rodney Brady says it's not a cow. What is it? <laughs> it's an alien trying to infiltrate our our food system i i heard because i buy uh local grass-fed beef i i don't buy uh, any beef at the store anymore i buy from a local farm that grass feeds and grass finishes um and uh, i i've also gotten locally sourced uh milk and whatnot uh, so and i i had somebody uh correct me once on their type of uh, that 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 it wasn't a cow it was technically a whole yeah i, I don't know if, oh, a Holstein. What, oh. whatever it was because there's a in the in the bovine world there are i don't know it, it's like calling a magazine a clip in the firearms world i think <laughs> oh that, that, oh, okay. that may be yeah that may, that may be what he's referring to i don't okay. remember well this cow gives whole I'm new not, meaning to beef so. it's what's for dinner because right yeah it's what's breakfast lunch dinner Snacks, uh, firearm rack. Patrick says, uh, fake news. <laughs> uh, Black Sword Shinobi says, holy cow. 
He's uh, Firearms Rack is asking if you buy Berta beef. Is he buying Berta beef? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Is I that, know oh, that, that's is, that's for Joe. Or is that a joke? I, I'm Maybe not. That- I'm I not don't sure. I don't know. I'm not sure the uh, way this is going. I don't know if this is. Yeah, we're talking about Patrick, so who knows? Yeah. But he is from Texas. He should know about cows. <laughs> I, I I don't think so. Um, the uh, the beef that I get comes from a, a a farm here in Indiana called Seven Sons, and they uh, they grass feed and grass raise, grass finish. Uh, their beef which is fantastic they also have pastured pork which is you have not had bacon that's from a pastured pig oh my god you have not if you think bacon's good you get bacon from a pastured pig oh you will oh god <laughs> I'm not saying you the can't. The only thing better for bacon. Joe is smoked bacon from yeah. a pack I actually tried that and I failed miserably. So oh no. I, I, I overdid it. I overdid it. I haven't oh. tried it again since because I didn't want to risk it. Oh, and uh, Calveras32 Special says heifer, and then he says heifer is a cow that hasn't dropped a calf. There you go. Now you know. Okay, good to know. Yeah, it's good to to know this. What's Walter saying? Walter says that cow is a tourist attraction on legs. (laughs) (laughs) We should put – that's a cave you don't want to get lost in. (laughs) Oh, God, I am – I am I am seeing a ton, a ton of 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 puns oh, in the uh, comments here, and I just want to let you guys know all these puns, they are terrible. <laughs> um, so Firearms Rack is saying something about Burda beef, but I don't. I am not following the thread of everything that he's saying here. But is Burda beef a thing? Somebody tell me. I don't. I, have no I don't, idea. I don't, I don't know. know. Patrick, you got to look that up now. Burda <laughs> here we go. Can anyone Alberta please link me? Alberta beef. This is only oh. Alberta. Oh, is this like on, some guys, Canadian seriously. thing? Cut it out. Just, just <laughs> cut it out. Just, just go way too far. Oh, okay. Going in. Going in. Like, like this 6'5 Creedmar. It's going way too far. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, they just don't stop. My sides are hurting. Oof. Yeah. He sent me. So Patrick sent me something that says Wayne steak recipe ingredients. One inch thick, one inch thick bird of beef, top sirloin, salt, pepper, directions. Let's sit for 10 to 15 minutes until room temperature. Salt mm-hmm. and pepper heavily. Grill at 400 for four minutes total. Flip, flip each minute to get the good grill marks. Let's sit for two minutes down the hatch. That doesn't sound I, like well done to me. Well, oh, because because you're so, disgusting and steak should not be well done. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that's a crime against humanity. Uh, yeah, talk humanity. about hockey pucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You eat a hockey. You might as well just eat the hockey puck. Yeah. So so they had me until this uh, flip four times. What the hell is that? No one in their right mind flips four times. You flip once. Once. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say that one, one time. <laughs> that's it you know what if grill marks aren't one side who cares it's got to taste right you got one side up for presentation the other side it doesn't matter you're not seeing it anyway you want <laughs> you to know, taste you know something i've learned about joe do I'm not fire up do not mess with joe when it comes to cooking yes. don't, <laughs> don't mess with my beef yeah. or my guns either <laughs> one i'm t- look i was already fired up from the whole bump stock thing this is just pushing yeah me over i was yeah i, I was trying anymore I was trying to lighten the mood because it got really, really dark there for a second. Lots of gun dudes were thinking, oh, okay, this is from my cold dead hand situation. Um, Aries Firearm says, where's the beef? That's one of the 
um, one of the things going on there. Okay, one quick last thing here. I know we're running out of time. Let me see. I'm going to throw it up here. Who's seen the new, um, what is it? The Gladiator, the Jeep Gladiator. Have you guys seen that? Is that the big uh, truck thing? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that the other day, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about it the other day. I don't know if Joe, have you seen that? That's like the pickup truck uh, Jeep. What do you think I, about it? I, I have not seen it. I will say uh, I did see a Charger in some kind of crazy olive drab green. I think they're calling like F8 green or something. That just, I did a double take on them like, what the hell is that? And that looked amazing. But oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jeep guy. But man, that green color on there with the all black rims. Real holy hell! It was uh, uh, throw up a picture for me. I got a pick for you guys. That looks yeah. awesome, and it's a devil. It's one and of the I, devil versions. And unfortunately, like if you're a GM fan, GM killed a whole bunch of cars. I did talk about that the other day as well. That's horrible. I okay. I know Patrick. You know. Oh, that looks good. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's like a flat green. Yeah, it, that's Ooh. probably you could probably get that all-wheel drive. Uh. I like I like the all-wheel drive. Okay. That's I'm an all-wheel drive snob from now on. I've I, I have to have, well, all-wheel drive or full-time all uh full-time four-wheel drive uh, living up here where I do. It's just insane. Yeah. That's why I love my Grand Cherokee. Yeah, and Psycho three sixteen says Hank wants well done steaks. What? Yes, he's a heathen. Yeah, I I, I don't even know. I I I almost got up and walked out of the room. Uh, yeah, I'm standing, I'm standing my ground. That is total I, blasphemy. I, I I I guess you're allowed to be wrong. I guess everybody's allowed to be wrong on one thing. So that, that's that's going to be your one thing then. If you're still oh, my one on thing happened a million things ago. Uh, the best is you know medium medium rare right in there. You got a little pink. Yeah, just walk up to this big massive heifer that we were just looking at with a fork, uh, a knife and fork. Then <laughs> <laughs> just walk up there and start carving some some steak off her ass. <laughs> yeah, if that's the case. <laughs> oh, backstrap, backstrap. Yeah, shout out to Cotter Boy 32 who's in here. Okay, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right, Babyface, oh, Babyface. Wow, yeah, it is. So, Babyface, what are you up to, man? What's going on with you? Um, I am uh, nothing. Nothing new at the moment. Hopefully, I have some more news for you guys later this week. Um, gun stuff. What did I do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing new. Um, find me, check me out on YouTube. If you do a search for babyface P on YouTube, I'm the first thing that comes up. Also baby underscore face P. If you want to see cute pictures of the dog and or guns, that's pretty much all I put on Instagram. Um, find me there. That's it. Yes. And, uh, by the way, I think that, um, everyone, there's a whole bunch of people saying that they're going to unsubscribe yes. because of my steak option. Yes. <laughs> They want to know if I'm serious. Yes, I am serious. There you go. If you want to complain about it, I'm going to put up the new Facebook link. There's a new, there's a Facebook page that we got. This is is shocking. And no, I don't eat, I don't put ketchup on my steak either. So go ahead, Joe, go ahead. You can get your word in here. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I I like, I don't, I think think we lost baby face for a second. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh Oh yeah. He's coming back. So something weird. So um, j- just to set the record straight so everyone knows, the perfect temperature for a steak would be considered medium rare. Now, most people, for my me- version of medium rare, most people would consider that rare. But it's okay to be wrong. I mean, everybody's <laughs> allowed to be wrong once occasionally. <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, we got we got all kinds of cool stuff coming up, man. We got those mag pump mag loaders, which have turned out to actually been, be pretty neat and pretty helpful. Um, we're going to see how they continue to last long term. What else do we have going on? 
I don't hear anything from you guys. Am I? Is this no, wait, yeah, we can hear you. You're here. Oh, wow. It just got really quiet. <laughs> oh, no, we're here. We're here. All right. Okay, good. And I'm here too. So um, what else we got going on? Um, uh, mystery family. Uh, remember how we did the drawing uh, while we were on for the Geisley Trigger the last time I was on? Yes. So the person who won that didn't, didn't never responded to the emails. Oh, wow. So, so I'm okay. guessing they, maybe they're in his spam box or whatever. I couldn't find any from, from his email and his name. I could not track him down on social media. So we redrew on Fridays with 13C last week. Mm-hmm. And Mystery Family was in the chat when we hit the random random uh, generator. Uh-huh. And he won it. So, what? Uh, what? And Geisley delivered it yesterday. What? Oh, hell so, yeah. Oh, so, shout out to Mystery Family. What? Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. That's so, good news. So that was awesome. So we're going to have more stuff coming up. Uh, yeah. in the and the ATF will be coming to get it in six months. This is actually their single stage trigger, their uh, super speed precision or super single stage precision, whatever it is. So it's a single stage trigger, uh, technically. But man, is it a sweet trigger! Um, I, I, I have I have one of them in one of my rifles. Um, I know we're I know it's getting late. We'll talk about this next time. But I mm-hmm. think I have changed my opinions on single stage and doubles and two stage. I, I was totally a two stage person mm-hmm. in my AR, and I think I'm switching back to single stage. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, cool. interesting. Yes, and uh, I'm uh, yeah. I'm gonna let you. I, I know you didn't wrap up, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to. Um, who was that again? Mystery. Mystery family. Mystery family. Congratulations. Um, in December, we're going to have roughly 17 days. We're going to do the show. Every day, we're giving away something. Woo. Lola wanted me to say that. And then on the 17th, uh, we're giving away the SHF um, ATI rifle. So stand by for that one. Um, that's lots of good stuff going on in December. Joe, what are you going to tell us? Um, yeah, so... Um, ton more stuff in the pipeline uh if you haven't signed up for the newsletter sign up for the newsletter um we're going to be doing more giveaways uh we're trying to do at least one a month um again we don't spam you guys on the email one email a week tops usually it's one like every 10 days um this is going to be coming up here soon so uh six five creed more long range we've got a very cool 224 valkyrie project that's in the works which is going to be a little different than some of the 224 valkyrie stuff that you've seen already which hopefully will help to get the round more dialed in. Uh, so we'll see how that happens. Um, I'll probably be about two weeks out. Allegedly, if this shipment from Archon comes in, you know, maybe this time next week, I'll have one. Allegedly, if it is actually arriving this week, who knows? Um, if not, then it'll just be, you know, week hundred and something. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a countdown. We'll do a countdown. We'll do a countdown, right? <laughs> uh, Firearms Rack said, Berta Beef, he's getting his shout out in there. Yeah. Gunstreamer says what's up. Walters uh, says what's up. Go on, go on. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, check out the newsletter. Check out the uh, the Facebook page, uh, forward slash gun reviews. Instagram, we're at 13C Gun Reviews. And um, 13C.us will get you to the homepage. Awesome. And from there, All right. you can click through to everything. And don't forget to sign up for Hank Strange's strange.tv newsletter, too, while you're <laughs> yes. signing up. Thank you. Boom. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, cool. Thanks to Joe from 13C Gun Reviews for being here. Babyface as well. Thanks to everyone for sticking in there with us. We will see you guys tomorrow. We'll be back. I have no clue who's coming on, but it's going to be fun as it was tonight. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Thanks for having me again, Hank. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'll Always see you it. guys. Yeah, we're out of here. Peace. See you, everybody. Take care.